0: This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we put our womanist race nerd spin on the Kwanzaa principles, what are those, and show you how and why to incorporate that shit into your everyday life. We've got a moment in black hair for the bearded people in your life, and how to build community in a world full of people who don't know how to act. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen of Jay, huh? Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea, tea with Queen and Jay. Huh? don't no, know, ain't Are we on? <laughs> Dirty Neander. <laughs> Thaw. <thong. laughs> Dirty Neander. Thong. That's strange.
1: That is strange. I don't know why that's what they heard. Mm-hmm. But it's
0: Dirty Diana. Yeah, before we turn this on, we were in a Dirty Diana um, wormhole, wormhole by Michael Jackson. I was looking for a version. I feel like there's a version where he plays with Slash. I feel like I know I feel he... like
1: there is too Yeah,
0: it's not on YouTube anywhere If somebody has that, send it to us That'd be nice Yes, yes. You ready? Yes, I am Alright Welcome, Welcome to, to Tea with Queen and Jay We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea Dismantling, over dismantling white supremacist, supremacist patriarchal capitalism One, one episode at a, at a
1: time. time I'm Queen I'm Jay And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay And Jay.
0: Ew. Oh yes How you doing?
1: I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Okay. Kwanzaa is coming.
0: Kwanzaa. It's Kwanzaa Eve. Yes. I'm
1: excited. That's right. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this hair podcast. Podcast. You can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. On all the social means. We love when you use that. Um, Talk about the show using that hashtag. Also, use the hashtag pod, and that is a listening now. Listening now. Hashtag now listening. now listening, whatever, however you want to say that. Hashtag just to let people know that you are listening to us as well. That's right. That's right. That's right. Do you want to tell the people what libations are? Yes, I do. So, libations are where we pour some for the people, places, and things that give us black ass joy. Jay, do you want to start? Do you have any libations?
0: I do. I do have libations. Somebody wrote about me.
1: For real? Yeah,
0: somebody wrote a whole Medium article about me. It was me.
1: fucking good.
0: I can't even... Uh, it was really good. I can't even... I really
1: enjoyed it. I can't I even... I read it like four or five times. Did you
0: really? Yes, it was really, really good. Yeah, I sat down with Andrew Charles Ricketts. He wrote... He's at Drew Brees on um, Twitter and Instagram. He wrote an article about me on Medium mm-hmm. and... We just talk all about me and about the podcast, and we talked about my tears, which I wasn't (laughs) expecting. It was just a lot of stuff that I wasn't expecting to be asked about. It was just really smart, and I didn't expect... It was just smart. It was unexpected. I didn't expect someone to want to write about me in that way, Mm -hmm. and... And what way? What do you mean? I guess in a way that's so like introspective and so much deeper than write
1: about you like as a whole person? Right. That's what you mean? Yeah.
0: They caught me off guard. <laughs> they caught me off guard. And he listens to the podcast regularly. And it was also the first time that I heard... men. We know that men listen to the show. Yeah. And, you know, they talk to us and they tell us what they think and all this stuff. But this was the first time that I heard a man describe the show as, as one that, like inspires him and like Mm -hmm. changed his life in a way you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. not his whole life i'm being dramatic but like touched him in the in the ways in which i hear um women freely share with us Mm -hmm. how they appreciate the podcast this was the first time i heard a man that a man said to me the ways in which he appreciates Mm -hmm. what we do yeah so yeah so that was really that was really special and um really really intense so Anyway, I love it. I'll put the link to it in the show notes. And thank you, man. Thanks for writing about me. It's really that was nice. Really cool. I really enjoyed yeah. It. It's it's great. And it's I feel good. like he does the podcast so much justice. It's just really it's really touching. And this is the first time I think anyone has like wrote, written anything about us, I think at length. Yeah, like we've been on really lists like and blurbs. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, little blurbs and shit, but this was like it was really cool and it means a lot. But yeah, I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And um, so that's my libation. Thank cool. you, Drew Brees. I appreciate you. Cool. What are your libations this week? So my libations,
1: I didn't write them in the notes on purpose because I didn't want you to know. Oh my
0: goodness! Here <laughs> but my we go. libations
1: is actually for you, Jay. Why? Um, because I've been having a rough time at work. Um, because I'm not used to dealing with white passive aggressiveness. Right. I'm not used to dealing with feeling gaslit in such close proximity to like mm-hmm. people that I have to like still see the next yeah. day and all of that stuff. Um, if you listen to this podcast, I am not good at... I'm good at conflict in the sense of like, I'll blow this shit up because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to walk away from it and never right, see you again. Right. But to have to deal with something continuously is mm-hmm. not something that I'm good at. So I've been like kind of just like jumping in and like, hey, Jay, so um, <laughs> this happened and I can't flip the table mm-hmm. so you know like whatever um so it's been like really really helpful and really really like helpful with bringing me like into reality and letting me know mm-hmm. that i'm not being like
0: this is not real yeah this the is story not real. they're telling you is this not is real. some conflated shit yeah. this is not
1: what actually happened mm-hmm. this is what happened and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. so that's been like really really helpful especially this week because this week was like i could have shot up the school <laughs> no. <laughs> um no <laughs>
0: That's not what you said. Like, that's not what was said. <laughs> no. mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, and mm-hmm. um, that talk that we had earlier this week really, 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 really fucking helped. So, oh, Thank you. Thank you for Look me get at through that, that, that man. Yeah.
0: Articles, libations <laughs> I'm just like I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm available for hire. Um, if you need someone to
1: help you walk through white woman violence, yes.
0: I can do that for with Jay, cause you because she's, right. she's she's been helping That's her with right. that because right. I don't know
1: how to deal with that passive aggressive. Yeah, um, I will. Shit, I don't.
0: I will consult with um, strangers for $40 an hour Mm -hmm. so hit me up i will let you know how to navigate the shenanigans happening at your job i didn't
1: go to pwi so i don't have the skills right so
0: right and i don't wish that shit on anybody i do not wish pwi experience in Mm -hmm. white violence on anybody yo go enjoy four additional college years of being treated like a black human Mm -hmm. person a human person yeah. like and be able to focus on yeah. your education and not deal with white violence um but yeah yo i took that bullet so i could help my <laughs> friends so that's cool i'm down with that yeah, yeah. i'm down with it's, that it's shit. Been good i'm glad and just to everybody who is working in close proximity to white violence just remember that it's white and violent and that it's not you it's and it's, them. it's,
1: it's never going to be rational like yes. don't expect that's the thing that you told me this mm-hmm. week like Nothing from them is ever going to be rational. Yep, yep, so don't expect yep. that shit. You
0: said specifically, just a blurb uh-huh. from what you said, that you feel like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you, do, if you don't. Yeah. And yes, yeah, yes, you, you are. are. Yeah, so you are. Okay. Just do what you want. And do what you are. <laughs> and get your check. Because yeah. that's the case. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So for anybody who's feeling like that at work, yes, you are damned if you do and damned if you don't. So just like, don't sweat it. Do yeah. your best and don't sweat the rest. Yeah. Yep. That's I ain't it. I'm not going
1: back and forth with you niggas. <laughs>
0: the greatest gift from the most problematic
1: person ever
0: thank you for that amazing libation Mm -hmm. thank you for that amazing libation It's very sweet i appreciate it and do you i'm gonna let you do that can you tell the people how and why
1: they should donate to this yes, way, poor podcast. that's right. So the reason why we ask for donations is so we can progress this podcast and sustain this podcast. A lot of the donations that you give us help us create the events that we create that are either free or low cost. And, you know, the overhead for this show and all of that shit. So we like donations for that. One way that you can donate is monetarily. So you go to TeaWithQueenAndJay.com, scroll down on our homepage, and there's where we give you two options. Two! two options to donate and the first one is our PayPal option and that is when you can come however many times you want and drop however much money you want in a collection plate and the other way is our Patreon and that is where we're asking for a little bit more commitment we're asking for $2 a month $1. just $2 you can give more or less that is up to you but our request is simply $2 a month another way that you can donate is by sharing this podcast giving us reviews checking those stars those hearts so whatever Talking to us on SoundCloud. However you listen to this podcast. Communicate with us on that thing. And what subscribe. Yes. Subscribe, follow. However you're listening to us. Mm -hmm. Make it permanent and press that button so that we are in your feed every time Give us a five-star
0: rating. All that shit helps to contribute to what we do here at Team Queen and J Podcast.
1: Yes.
0: So I have donation libations this week. We got one PayPal donation from Sarah. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support. And then we have a few new Patreons or patrons from our Patreon. Mm -hmm. Gina, who has been the homie, has upped their pledge. Thank you so much, Gina. Gina. We appreciate you. And then we got new patrons, Aisha, Damani, and Ashley with an i yeah. at the end that's yes. very cute yeah, I that Ashley. Cute i like it so thank you all so much for helping to support the podcast we fucking appreciate you quick announcement our homies bag ladies podcast is doing a live show on january 28th
1: because we're taking over that's right
0: if you haven't already listened to the bag ladies podcast please start now you can check out their website www. Who does that anymore? You You can check out...
1: (laughs) You and your weird backslashes and shit.
0: You can check out their website, bagladies.com, and listen to all their episodes. For anybody who's not familiar with Bag Ladies Podcast, they are two Bronx Dominicans, ahem, Afro-Latinas, just trying to be better and make you better too. Join them as they try to get rid of their baggage because deadass, that stuff is heavy as fuck.
1: Deadass, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I try to sound as bronx as possible. Oh, uh, okay.
0: All right, you did it. <laughs>
1: you
0: did it. I mean you could have just used your regular voice, that is how you sound.
1: I'm not really a dead asser though.
0: Oh, you're not?
1: Yeah, I don't really dead ass that much.
0: Oh. All right. Okay. That's a that's I feel like you just confessed something. I'm a mad person. I'm like mad. Yeah, that's true. I'm
1: a mad. You mad dumb, yo. <laughs> that's me.
0: <laughs> okay. That's fair. So they are having a live show once again, January 28th at the Green Space, hosted by WNYC. Come get comfy at 6 p.m. Their show starts at a white man's 7 p.m. So be there for that. A, and col-
1: a colonial 7 p.m. <laughs> yes, their show
0: starts at a colonial, colonial 7 p.m. p.m. So get there at 6, get comfy. Uh, I think there's beer and wine and shit for purchase. Yeah. So you can, well, I know that there is because we just did our live show, a show there. I don't know why I'm saying I think
1: because we're taking out hey.
0: yeah so come get comfy And be there for their live show. Yes.
1: I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I'm excited too, yo. I enjoyed the show that we did and I really can't wait to check out our homies, I know, and
1: it makes me feel good to know that they'll be treated well.
0: Yes, that's another thing. Yeah. I like- We were there and we had- Yes, and we know they're not walking into no bullshit and I don't have to hit them up and be like, girl, make sure you do this and make sure you do that. Like, we know this is like Mm -hmm. somewhat of a safe space or at least it's well organized and they'll be okay. So I'm really excited about that. We enjoyed working with the green space. We'll leave the link to that in our show notes. And then another quick announcement that I wanted to make. One of our homies, our listeners um, and Stephen Harris has a comic book Kickstarter and we know that Steven is a comic book OG. So this is not like something new that he's doing or working on. Um, he's been doing Ajala, a series of adventures. It is collaborated, created, written, and illustrated by Robert Garrett and, and Stephen Harris. Again, that's the homie. Ajala Storm is headstrong. Ajala Storm is a headstrong teenager who finds herself plunged into a secret society that few people know exists. She's becoming a hero created in an urban environment, specifically Harlem, where we view and explore aspects of action adventure, historical references, and the values of family and community, as well as some really cool technological toys thrown into the mix. So basically, they've done, I think, um, books one through four, and Mm -hmm. they're trying to get five and six done. Traditionally, they come out of pocket for those, but they're do- using the kickstarter to kind of take some of the cost of that off, off their back them. right yeah. and then i think they also want to accelerate being able to make this um a trade i think a full book so i don't know what that means so you have there's different so let's say a comic book comes out every week. Let's yeah. just say, let's just say you have a series. You have six comic books come out, you know, every week or whatever. And then later on down the line, they'll put those six comic book comics into one book, and that'll be the trade. Okay. So I feel like what they're trying to do is, from I think what I understand, they want to um, accelerate these two books and get those out so that they can distribute a trade so they can produce a trade eventually okay um, got it. Right. right so that's what the kickstarter is for and we want to make sure that we are supportive of black creators and black artists and that's what we do here yo yeah so we that people them.
1: won't be stupid and be like there's no black comics exactly we
0: don't doing you who's know, telling like, our stories and yeah. all of that shit and um support people who support you and like feed Word. into the community. Steven is always there for us. He supports us. He's at our live show. He's at, show. at, he's at our events. events or whatever. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we are giving back. So please support the Kickstarter. He's got options there that run from two dollars to like $125. Two two dollars. <laughs> but yeah, there's two dollar options, five dollar options, you know, 15 25 whatever, mm-hmm. thirty. All that shit is there. So there is something if you would like to contribute to a black creator. So yeah. um please check that out. I'll leave the link to that kickstarter in the show notes and don't sleep on it because i think in the time this episode releases i believe they will have about 15 days left maybe two okay. weeks yeah, yeah. So get to it so make sure you get on it
1: get to it all
0: right. put some ernst get to it <laughs> <laughs> all right do you want to hit them with this other announcement before we get in the show yes
1: yeah, so last announcement jay and i are taking a week off New Year's week. Just hey, a week. Just, just one, one week, week, yo. Just one week. You know, we just want to come back to you guys, recharge, mm-hmm. moisturize, and ready yes. for 2019. That's okay. right. So just a week.
0: It's just a week.
1: Apart. Just and then we'll be back apart. the following Tuesday. Yeah, that's okay. right.
0: We're going to give you a nice and meaty episode today. So if you want to be like fancy, you can split this shit in half. You can listen to half now and half later. However, you want to do it, mm-hmm. we'll be back. We're gonna listen to
1: this twice. We'll take it.
0: Hey, we will take the we'll double take listen. It. Yeah, but we definitely wanted to let you know and not just disappear. So this is our last show for 2019, for twi- yo.
1: For 2018, we didn't Sorry. start. 2019 Oh,
0: that's. Yet. I'm already over it. And I'm in. I'm in 2020. The the t-shirts for 2020 are gonna be so fire. <laughs> I'm already excited for the marketing for the we year of those 2020. Super glasses already. I'm ready. Oh, though, that's gonna be so fun. The <laughs> symmetry of that is gonna be I great. I agree with
1: that because I really enjoyed. This is forever ago, mm-hmm. but the two thousand glasses. Oh
0: yeah, the two thousands were super just cute.
1: Like, yeah, makes sense.
0: That's right. I'm ready for the symmetry of 2020, but we'll tolerate 2019. In the meantime, 2018 was fucking lit for us. We did a lot of yes, awesome shit. We did a lot of awesome um, shit. A lot of things happened to us. Yes. But we persevered. We persevered, <laughs> we persevered <laughs> with the support of our community mm-hmm. and it's fucking lit. I can't wait to see what we do in twenty nineteen, yo. Yeah.
1: So uh, ready to get into the
0: show? Let's do it There no no place There's no place like oh. I mean no place, child. Fuck was it? <laughs> it was a it was a mood. It was an experience. It was a vibe.
1: Okay, so Jay, what did you
0: Um, we drank Thai iced teas earlier, right? No, no, it
1: was like Thai lemon and iced. Tea. It was like lemonade and iced. Tea. Yes, it was like a half an yeah, half. It didn't like have Thai the milk. Half an exactly. It, it didn't have, have the milk in it, yeah. which is key. Yeah, we I, mean, I didn't
0: want to. We would not be farting yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I'm
1: gonna be at Jay's house. Thank double you. Double fart. Just like, I
0: appreciate just like, just that. Nobody that. wants that. Yeah. All right. And what are your pronouns?
1: She and her. What are your pronouns?
0: She, her, they, them. And what are you affirming for yourself today?
1: I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. I'm affirming that I am enough. I am also affirming that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma for the 2020. And I'm affirming that 2019 will be an escalation of our 2018 year yes i'm affirming yes that because yes. we grow we elevate what's what that little boy used to say i can't remember
0: no weakness yes. Yes. that one yes. <laughs> yes all of that i forgot what else you said yo <laughs> but no weakness you have to be strong you have to come yo i'm gonna embody the energy of that jamaican child <laughs> on the sidewalks of i assume the bronx 233rd yeah, okay you the bronx. yeah of course i'm gonna Im- embody the spirit of that meme child throughout all of 2019, yo, that's what I'm, I'm going to have to start. Weird, he
1: was passionate.
0: You're right. No, meme, oh, meme. Yeah. M-E, Emmy. Like, M-E-M. It
1: was, was a passionate oh, no. black child
0: or, or meme mean? as Denzel would say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know a
1: lot of people who would say that. Uh, yeah. But it's for me, the people that I've heard say that have been Caribbean um, or people who were English as their second language.
0: What is Denzel's excuse? he's from mount vernon he's an uncle he is an uncle true that True, that, true that. <laughs> Fantastic. what do you
1: affirm for yourself jane
0: i affirm that i am not a lady per usual mm. i affirm that i am going to be financially abundant without trauma in 2019 and beyond and i affirm that i am healthy and i am exercised and shit i'm not saying i'm gonna exercise i'm saying i'm exercised my body is exercise. What
1: is, and what is, and because shit. I don't
0: want to say I'm an exercise. I know that I get that. Mm-hmm. But what is and shit? I don't know. I just <laughs> add that. I add that to things for spice. Okay. Make it spicy. All right. Well, as we do this episode, we are it's Kwanzaa Eve. Kwanzaa Eve. I believe some folks call it Christmas. I guess. And that's cool. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate it. Merry and merry Christmas. <laughs> To all of you, however Merry you decide. have However you decide to spell
1: Marriott. it. it. <laughs> if you love it so much, why don't you marry uh, it?
0: <laughs> all right. Are you done? <laughs> Are you done? I am done. Okay, fantastic. So it's Kwanzaa Eve. And what we wanted to do, we celebrate Kwanzaa every year. We live by the principles. Yep. And so we wanted to kind of go through the principles. This is not like a... Like a explanatory white explaining no. the meaning of Kwanzaa and all of that, that shit. We right, we live the Kwanzaa principles, and we're gonna talk about those things. And just to mention it for anybody who's just turning on the podcast, who's never really heard of Kwanzaa, who's heard of it but has heard a bunch of junk and blah blah blah. Yes, Karenga, the creator of Kwanzaa, it's is garbage and trash. And, and yes, definitely problematic and whack we also know that problematic and whack folks can create awesome things so when we celebrate kwanzaa we're not celebrating or thinking about karinga not at all there are a lot of communities that have come together around the kwanzaa principles these are also principles that come from black shit that black people and communities for centuries have do and have doing been and doing in it exactly and, cultivating and all of that exactly so this is just a reaffirmation of black family values and all of that good shit, yep. minus the white supremacy that we have been fed. Yeah. yeah. I want to
1: add that, because I notice, if everyone listens, I don't celebrate Christmas, I never have. Right. And I've always kind of celebrated Kwanzaa. And I notice that people try to make Kwanzaa Christmas mm-hmm. as if Kwanzaa is a like,
0: derivative. Yeah. Right. And it's
1: like, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. We don't need Kwanzaa carols. Nope. You don't need Kwanzaa cakes, even nope. though I do like cake.
0: Ain't nothing wrong with cake.
1: Yeah, but like, there's, there's, you don't have to make the Kwanzaa version of the Christmas stuff. Right. It is its own thing right. that stands on its own. Well, it's
0: not really Christmas cake. Christmas cake. I understand your point. Yeah, I know, but, no, it's but not people really like, Christmas cakes. when they
1: talk talking about festive holiday season true, stuff, true, they want to push or represent Kwanzaa in that way. That and it's like, no, that's exists. not yeah. what it is. It has nothing to do with that. And you can. Talk about Kwanzaa, learn about Kwanzaa, and represent Kwanzaa in ways that doesn't mirror mm-hmm. what the holiday season right. does. Right, you know, right, and I right. think that more people need to do that rather than like the Kwanzaa version of this thing.
0: Right, which also Kwanzaa is set up that so that if you do, I know that you grew up not celebrating Christmas, mm-hmm. but if you are someone, whatever traditional holidays you celebrate, Kwanzaa can happen. Along with that, so if you celebrate Christmas, Christmas is generally on the twenty fifth. Kwanzaa begins on the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, New Year's is like your jam. I mean, most people like celebrate New Year's to some degree or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Kwanzaa ends on New, New Year's Day. Day or whatever. Like, like these, all of these things can happen in conjunction with Kwanzaa yeah. or separate from. It's not anything. It's not to re- Kwanza is not to replace exactly anything. Yes, exactly. Okay, so. There's that, and y'all can do your Googles and learn more about Kwanzaa, but it's something that we fuck with every year if you listen to the podcast. And um, these values, like we said, are community values yeah. their cultural values and then things that we take with us throughout the year mm-hmm. and so yeah so we kind of want us to go through the principles and put our our black ass like grown ass adult ass yeah. stamp on it mm-hmm. i want to um, add real quick yeah
1: um that the principles just to add to the fact that these are already black ass things that we've mm-hmm. cultivated and have done like the principles themselves are swahili words that like, kind of already existed to, like, mean mm-hmm. those things. So, right. like, I'm thinking I'm going to jump. Like, there's a principle called Chakalia. Like, it already meant, it already was a word to to stand mean, for what that right. was. Meaning that we were already doing these things. Yes. These are things that were already in practice mm-hmm. before... Um, keringa <laughs> thank you keringa. you know mm-hmm. put them together in this kwanzaa thing so the yeah. fact that these words were already in a language in that way just mm-hmm. shows that these are things that were like everyday kind yes. of like things that already existed um in the diaspora so mm-hmm. i just wanted to like point that out because you yes. know we're like kind of
0: language nerds too fantastical yeah and correct all right are you ready
1: i was ready yeah
0: so it's seven principles of kwanzaa mm-hmm. okay um for each day and you can light a candle some actually do the official thing where they light candles mm-hmm. er, for each day and like get with their family and talk about the principles and shit yeah um and other people don't like candles and they acknowledge kwanzaa or whatever but that's
1: what my family does we get together the last day
0: mm-hmm. um, do y'all do candles or not nah?
1: we don't do candles because too many of us
0: <laughs> <There's a lot laughs> to like dress like <laughs> like trust a, a burning fire yeah, there's too many of right, us right. in the
1: space mm-hmm. we don't like the candles we do have um the canara and mm-hmm. all of that stuff but
0: we mm-hmm. oh you have them there yeah you just we, don't we actually don't set them aflame like doing no yeah, yeah, it's, yeah that's yeah, yeah. It's just too many people uh-huh, you can't uh-huh. trust that
1: too much too much hair okay you know? yes
0: <laughs> true true that but my
1: family generally gets together um new year's day mm-hmm. to do like some kind of family kind of gathering whatever Um, So I'm just saying that to say that there's so many different ways that you can make Kwanzaa like a staple in your family. Yep,
0: yep. And it could be like just you lighting Mm -hmm. your candles. It could be something that you do with you and just your partner you and whatever my sister does it like with her whole family mm-hmm. they'll do it well they're off for the holidays but they'll get together at a certain point in day and go over whatever the principle of the day mm-hmm. is and light the candles or whatever so yeah it's a cute time i think to reset and regather especially when we're always going 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 yeah. and the values that are being pushed and pumped into our brains mm-hmm. via social media via just general internet shit via the shit that we watch On the daily, whether it be on television or whatever, whatever we're binging or whatever. A lot of those values come from white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism. capitalism. They're influenced by a colonial mindset, which is white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism. And so it's important that we... Cultivate space and time to um, help deprogram ourselves from, from the that, constant, yeah. yeah, constant conversation kind of, of white like, supremacy. Like
1: a like a time to recalibrate mm-hmm. and like get back to yep
0: to that. That's right. All right. You want me to start the sure. first principle? Okay. Yes, cause I like the saying the second one. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. So the first principle is UMOJA and that stands for unity Mm -hmm. to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. And it made me think, what are you doing to nurture community with whatever community you want to build, love, enhance, or consider yourself a A part part of of. like, what do you do? What are some things that you can do? And one of the first things that I thought of, because I think our, (laughs) our most immediate community outside of obviously being like black women, and black femmes, and like this is what you and i do i uh-huh. think every week to cultivate that community and a lot of the events that come from this yeah but something that we do in particular is that we have our um black femme podcast uh-huh. friends that yeah. we fuck with mm-hmm. and we go to fucking brunch, brunch. Yeah. not try brunch we go to no. brunch so that we can like sit down enjoy each other talk catch up and shit nothing wrong with try brunch but i need to be able to hear like my community i need yeah, to be I able to hear scream. my people yeah so that we can sit and talk. So my suggestion is go to brunch. Mm-hmm. Gather folks in your community. If brunching is something that you can do, if it's within your budget, if you want to do something at your house, gather and share a meal in a way that you can have a conversation. Yes,
1: totally. Mm-hmm. I like that, especially food. Food brings people together. Right. So like you could pick the time of day. It doesn't have to be brunch, but mm-hmm. get some food, sit around that shit and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a great way. A way that I suggested was, and it's a simple way, is to just have group chats in your phone. A lot of my text conversations, honestly, most of them are in group chats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have like the friend the different friend groups where we all talk and then we do talk separately also. Yeah. But it is nice to kind of like still be able to commune in the tech space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um yeah yeah and and to ask
0: about like fucking hair shit like hey, you know where can i you know where i can buy this kind of hair or this is what i'm thinking about doing or this pissed me off at work today and it's
1: helpful because there's community there so like like your one friend may not have all the answers but because now you're bringing this right this problem question whatever to a community mm-hmm. in this text yeah one person might have whatever you need mm-hmm. and then the two other people and they might learn from what that one person said right. you know stuff like it's just, right. it's, there's still a communal thing happening there mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's just it's easy
0: yeah so I think that that's healthy if you are currently in a group chat that you hate get out of that shit because you're fuck not out. you're not building community there shit. and it's not good for you so Tell
1: yeah them, this is
0: Black. one of the group chats that we're in stemmed from like necessity like we were going to be traveling together yeah. and so we had a group chat for that and it just turned into being like oh okay cool we can like just chit chat or yeah. whatever so that's been really helpful but um also a great way to build community
1: yeah i have a bunch of those mm-hmm. if the, you are the uh, family ones other though oh those are
0: interesting, <laughs> those are the interesting yeah ones. whatsapp is a good source for group chatting yeah. especially if you have a bunch of motherfuckers with androids and some of y'all got iphones <laughs> and all that shit Just get on WhatsApp. The
1: good thing about WhatsApp, too, is that it's used so much internationally. So now you can have these group chats with your family who is in another country. Yes. All that stuff. Shout out to Uganda.
0: Hey. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? up?
1: Um, So it makes it great for that, too. You know, Mm -hmm. like now you could commune with... Your family, who is I don't know, I'm just pulling this out of my hat, is in Uganda, mm-hmm. and y'all can still that's talk. That's not your hat. I just said it. I know. Okay. I, I looked, That's why I looked at you. Oh, thank you. Yes. And I said it. Yes. Um, hey,
0: Saint Lucia, what's up? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weirdo. <laughs> People um, are listening over I there. Know I know that. To say what's up? You're so proud. I know. I'm just excited. Um,
1: but yeah, so you're still able to have that very kind of close communal space mm-hmm. in these chats even internationally because yep. of apps like WhatsApp. So it's, it's dope.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. If you are somebody who is still on Facebook, and we know Facebook is one of the largest social media apps yeah, out, people still pe- fuck with sh- it.
1: People be trying to act like, like,
0: like nobody, nobody uses it. it. <laughs> no, people are still on Facebook join a facebook group yeah specifically that has to do with whatever you're interested yeah. in or whatever or mm-hmm. be if you're already in a facebook group be active see what they're in there talking about no that's important
1: be active mm-hmm. participate um a lot of times people i think are dormant in communities yeah. and that's not really helpful to the community right. mm-hmm. um so yes be fucking active yes. if you're in a facebook group or leave
0: if you are in a facebook group that you hate Get out of it. Get
1: the fuck out. That's
0: another form of community. I, if you're in a dead community, a get out of there. Yeah, of you can be giving your and you can be building community and striving to maintain unity and shit in other areas. If this one area is like whack, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Drop it. Yep. Really open yourself up to more um, energy. Another suggestion was to throw a meetup yeah you could if you are a meetup throwing ass person or somebody who likes to throw stuff throw a meetup my suggestion is to do it with at least one other person so that if don't nobody come y'all can sit and have brunch yeah. <laughs> or tea you know I'm back to brunch yeah. have brunch yeah, or have a, tea or coffee or whatever i really am but but do that so that you ha- you still have some type of community mm-hmm. if your meetup doesn't turn out yeah. to be what you want it to be yeah um if it does then great or if you're not a meetup throwing ass bitch go to a meetup you yes. hear something happen go to go a meetup bring your phone with you or whatever in case it don't pop off you can get out of there or you can sit and And have a drink or whatever Talk about
1: them in your group chat exactly
0: (laughs) there you (laughs) go go. um
1: something simple that i like to add is just saying hi to people in your building Mm -hmm. saying hi to your neighbors um i know for me i'm not a huge neighborhood person like i'm not a person who lives in the space and then knows everyone on my block Mm. i'm not but i am a very like hello whatever like if i see you yeah. All the time. I'm we're saying hello and stuff right. like that. And I think that is a way for me to still stay attached to where mm-hmm. I am and where I, I live. live. Um so that if it ever came to a point where I needed help or or anything, there's some something right. happening between me and the people that I live mm-hmm. around in the space that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And that's like a small way yeah. to like kind of yeah. connect with people and do community, but that's that's what I do.
0: Yeah. And I as somebody, me, I, I don't like to get I don't like people to feel like they could just like, talk to me, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So I think there's a way, right. I mean, you could you could ask me for sugar if you needed some sugar, but some people just be in your face for no reason. I think there's a way to like, you can say hi and keep it moving. Yeah. You don't have to be completely like not acknowledging people because you don't want to talk to anybody. Exactly. You can like give a head nod, you can smile, you can make eye contact yeah. with folks and still keep yeah. it moving exactly, and not like, stop.
1: The building I live in now has an elevator. I can't imagine being in an elevator and not saying hello, mm-hmm. not saying good morning. Right, leaving right, the elevator right. and not saying have a good evening. Like, yeah. that would just be weird for me yeah and you i know? think
0: i don't really know what white people do so much <laughs> but i know people always talk about like new yorkers being um like so stiff and yeah, rude I and stuff yeah. like that i think when it comes to at least within our black communities we say good mornings yes. we say good afternoons we say good nights we say things like that we we're not we're not in the south i don't need to like talk to you about oh, the weather for yeah, like I a half hour or whatever goes on no shade to the south but just i think that's the difference we will acknowledge you yeah, i see you in I here gonna... you know good morning Get in and we right. just
1: pretend we both not in there yeah That's yeah weird to me.
0: yeah and i think that i think that sometimes especially as our communities um gentrify i think sometimes a lot of that gets lost yeah. because things are shifting and sometimes our new neighbors are hostile or mm-hmm, strange yep, or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck um but i would say to keep that shit up as as much as you yeah. can especially amongst those who You know, are in your neighborhood, are from your neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and especially amongst black people. Fuck that. We're family. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. You can say hi to white people too if you feel like it. I'm just saying. Only
1: white people in my neighborhood are police. Okay, well. No, I've been seeing they're starting to come. Oh, man. It's it's just white men for right now.
0: Okay.
1: Once you see a baby, then you you know Mm -hmm. it's gentrified. Right. I haven't seen a stroller yet.
0: Okay, all right. Well, if you say, if you feel safe (laughs) giving white (laughs) folks the head nod, then you could do that too, whatever's within your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But definitely, you know, say what's up to your neighbors. Yes. All right. Are you ready? I know you said you like to say this principle.
1: Number two. Two. Kuji Chakaliya.
0: Okay. Self-determination. Mm-hmm.
1: To define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves.
0: Yes. So the questions I had here are, what do you do to express yourself? How are you telling your story? What mark are you leaving for those that come behind you? And what do you what do you do for Kuji Chagalia? What are your suggestions?
1: I think we do a lot of that mm-hmm. with this podcast. Yeah. Um, it helps that we have the space to mm-hmm. do that. But I think that as an extension of kind of how you and I operate, period. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not at least I feel we are not living in this moment just for ourselves. Of course. We're not. kind of always thinking about the liberation. Um of people impacted, affected by misogynoir war. like that's just something that's just always like mm-hmm. we're trying to like dismantle, mm-hmm. um and there's no way that we could do that effectively if there wasn't like this insistence on us defining ourselves, mm-hmm. naming ourselves, and you know like yeah. that's just like seems to be second nature for us, and it could be because of the way we were cultivated as kids, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, But for us, this podcast is definitely a fucking Coogee (laughs) Chocolier-ass
0: podcast. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think that... And I think a lot of podcasts and a lot of black podcasts, we are telling our stories. We are defining Mm -hmm. ourselves. We're naming ourselves. We're creating for ourselves. We're speaking for ourselves. And
1: it's it's because we know we have to, Mm. but a lot of times... History is written by the person who, in quotations, is the winner. Mm-hmm. Who we would say would be white people mm-hmm. or whatever the colonizer. So, the colonizer. So white people. The white majority. People, white people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh um, <laughs> no! I just wanted to clarify what the winner meant for new listeners. Oh,
1: and so we have to do this. We have right. to fucking define ourselves. Don't like, no mm-hmm. want. No one is going to speak of us exactly they're not going to speak of us so Mm -hmm. we have to do this this is not even just about self-determination this is about our survival and making Mm -hmm. sure that people hear our stories and know our stories and know that we're here know that we exist and Mm -hmm. know how we exist and all of these things Mm
0: -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so some everyday shit that we think that you all could do if you don't have a podcast is um, engage in social media. There's a lot of, we all know it's a lot of bad on social media, but it's a lot of good on social social media as well. It's a lot of good conversations being had. Something that I think is both a good and bad thing about engaging on social media is that it tends to be an intergenerational space. So there are, of course, all these pockets of people in this age group, in In that age age group group. or whatever, and you can tell by what the conversation is or what their taste is. Um, But you can run into any one of those conversations happening by engaging in social media. Yeah. You can see a lot of times I'll be like, wait, what is this? And it'll be a whole group of 14-year-olds yeah. who are cr- crazy about this thing that I've never heard of mm-hmm. and I don't understand. But I can see through their eyes like what what is it that gets them excited about yeah. this thing? Or I, And, I, and I, I'm learning about something that I otherwise wouldn't have access to. Exactly. I can find out, what okay, what are black folks talking about in – this area of the country what are black mm-hmm. folks talking about in south africa that's something else that i really enjoy about twitter in particular is that i could see a whole group of this one segment of African Twitter talking about, about this shit that like I have never heard of yeah. I don't know what it means at and all and I just know
1: they're enjoying themselves yes. and and, I'm I'm I can, like, and I can and yeah, I can observe
0: Yeah, I can observe quietly and be like oh, oh this wow. is funny I didn't even notice this was going on yeah, I like this one is time I
1: was in one it was a South African one and I was getting it laughing and then mm-hmm. they started tweeting and whatever the indigenous
0: Languages Language is there? Language is there. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't participate <laughs> Right, anymore. that happens eventually. <laughs> but it's, it's really, it's really really dope to see. So I think there's intergenerational learning. I think there's intercultural learning. Mm-hmm. Um And I think that there are ways to when you're using social media and engaging, think about, okay, how am I engaging with this? Mm-hmm. Am I talking to people that are talking about the same violent video that's been being passed around wow. over and over? Am I constantly engaging with that? Or am I learning something new? Or am yeah. I find, like seeing what's funny or looking at something that makes me laugh? And then sometimes when you
1: define yourself or name yourself in ways, you find community right? from saying that out loud. yes. So it's important to like find a space to say that out loud Mm -hmm. and you'll find your community just from you like naming that shit or owning that Mm -hmm. shit or saying whatever that shit is community will fucking manifest like it's 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 almost like clockwork Mm -hmm. like as soon as you say that shit out loud Mm -hmm. um into the internet space you're gonna find some fucking community
0: yeah so that's dope also talk to kids oh wait sorry just back to the social media thing if it's not healthy for you if, if it's not working disengage Disengage. Lock, mute get off if that's not the way for you to define yourself with your mm-hmm. words and you don't want to be there get the fuck out of yeah. there you don't need to be or there or you
1: can I'm starting to hate the word curate but mm-hmm. or you can design your social media to be what you want it right. to be like you can delete the people who are toxic mm-hmm. could, like right now my twitter timeline is so like good that there are things I will not see
0: yes you know, same. because
1: I have muted or blocked or, like, made it mm-hmm. so I don't see these certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's helpful for me to not react yeah. to a lot of the bullshit. Right. So sometimes you can, just dis- yes, disengage and all of that stuff, but maybe sometimes you can also create your world in that space. Mm-hmm. Make it exactly how you want it. The way you, like, design your room, how you want your bedroom to be, you can kind of do the same thing with yep. social media, I think. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, another suggestion like we said talk to kids talk to the babies talk to them are there kids in your life that you don't fuck with fuck with them what's up <laughs> why you don't fuck with them why kids? you don't fuck with them kids or do you what like what is what, wrong? what's what's happening what's going, what's, going what's going on what's going on so like fuck with them ask them how they are look out for them you know what i'm saying uh, share your wisdom and shit
1: yeah and 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 share with kids and with people in your community like the things you unlearn like right That is important to share with kids. Right, Like, those are the things. The things that I'm unlearning, I'm, like, making sure that, like, Mm -hmm. my nieces and nephews here. Yeah.
0: You know? Call your niece. See if they're okay. Shoot them a text. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See what's up. all
1: of, well, not all of them, but most of my nieces and nephews the other day, Mm because it was one of my nephews' Mm birthdays, and I had to go through all of them to find him. Right, of course. And it was interesting. Ah. They all not have their own lives. Yeah. But um, yeah. it was like, oh, I, I do this more often. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. But yes, call them. FaceTime them. That's right. You got the technology.
0: Yeah. Think about at work, for example. What legacy are you leaving for other black folks at work? Mm. Are you making it better for the black people who come behind you? Are you? Are they, or are they going to have to deal with the same bullshit that you dealt with? Mm-hmm. What's up with that shit? How did you call out the bullshit at work? In a way that makes it safer for, for the, the black Nets. folks behind yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. And of course, you have to be measured with that. We don't want anybody to lose their no. job or not be able to take care of themselves. Yeah. Or what sh- Michaela That's right. That's right. Anyone who didn't listen, please listen to um, episode 186 when we had Michaela Angela Davis on there. We mm-hmm. talked about how to engage at work, yeah. how to be unapologetic at work and keep your job. But there are times when you can push the envelope. You can question things. It is a sacrifice, but where you can do it, where you can speak up yeah. so that the person behind you doesn't have to do it.
1: Or you cannot be the perpetrator of that. Sometimes right. don't another black person systems. comes in a space mm-hmm. and you think because you went through all that yes. fuck shit that they got to go through yes. all that fuck yo, shit. Yes, yo, that's and the that's same. Not, I have that no, on the list. I have that.
0: Because that, that's what I was going to say. Even worse, right? So are you, are they going to have to deal with the same bullshit that you dealt with? Or are you hoping they like have to, have to, to deal, deal with the, the same room. bullshit yeah, you like, dealt with. No. Yes, there are people, there are black folks who are not looking forward to other black folks working at their job. It's black folks who are looking to watch another black person stumble mm-hmm. and suffer in the ways that you that they stuff suffered and stumbled. In, instead of saying, "Hey, this is how I dealt with that," or and that's
1: not how. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, but no, that's, that's okay. not how you distribute wealth. And I'm not right. talking about wealth just in a monetary sense, mm-hmm. like. If someone has to carry less, yeah, why not make it so that they can yes. carry less, so yes. that they can make it so the person after them has to carry mm-hmm. less and have to, you know, like, mm-hmm. why not want that? Why yep. not want that for another black person? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that.
0: Yeah, no, I liked it, especially if you are a senior person at mm-hmm. your job or if yeah. you've been there for a long time mm-hmm. and you you know that you have less to lose than yeah. uh, a newer black that employee, pro- yeah. you know? Think about what legacy you're leaving behind. Think about what patterns you're setting for the other people of color at your job. Yeah. And something else and I guess we'll get to that maybe a little bit later, but something also to keep in mind. Everybody, every every black person, every young person is not going to appreciate the shit that you did. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying to make things easier for them or whatever so like a lot of the things that we do to build community we're not doing it so that somebody will turn to us and say oh wow wow. thanks for doing that yeah you know what i'm saying a lot of people don't appreciate it until it's way too late until like they didn't Mm -hmm. even realize what had happened or what you did for them or whatever Mm -hmm. that's a part of what you do for community that's a part of service yes yes and if
1: you're really doing something selflessly and for the greater good Mm -hmm. and for Something outside of you, yeah. then you shouldn't be like waiting for people to be like, "Oh, I'm so you know like that." Yeah, I'm so be, grateful to you. That shouldn't whatever. be the reward that exactly. you're looking for. The reward would just be seeing that person thrive. Yep, yep. And that space me a little, mm-hmm. you know, easier for mm-hmm. them to thrive
0: in. Yeah, and that's your reward. It's yeah, seeing that we exactly. should be gaining joy from the success mm-hmm. of our peers, of yeah. other people, or whatever. And another piece of that Don't is we
1: screaming about them playing that in Dindu. <laughs> that's not <how> <laughs> kids in here playing that no that's
0: funny <laughs> something's wrong with that's you. they you're right right some people because we grew up because all of us um many of us most of us grew up under white supremacist patriarchal capitalism if you grew up in the u.s you grew up under that shit we are not always we don't always understand how to treat each other or how to receive positive loving and supportive treatment from other people yeah so there are going to be times when you're doing something positive and loving and supportive for somebody and they don't know how to take it mm-hmm. they don't know if they can reciprocate they don't know if you're doing it um, out of some other motive or whatever yeah. and so part of you doing it is treating other people how to treat you and how to treat one another and yeah. how to do it in the future there are things that we do as podcasters where we treat other people with kindness, with support, with love. And there have been instances where people didn't know how to take it. It's like, I don't know what your angle is. I don't know... Uh, and we don't have an angle. That's not our our angle is too- our angle is
1: community. <laughs>
0: right. Our angle That's is community. Angle. Yeah. And because of white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, there are people who have learned that. Oh, okay. Their oh, angle is community. We did, we're yeah, cool. I okay, could get with this. Yeah. And it's people who still don't get it. It's yeah. people who we have treated with love and kindness. And because I sent them a nice email, they talked to me like I was trying to book them, like they were a celebrity or some shit. <laughs> And I talk to everybody like this. Yeah, you do. And I have gotten some very strange responses where people acted like I was like trying to book something with the King of Zamunda or whatever the fuck. No, no. this is how I talk to everybody. I don't care who you are because I build community. And so, yeah, so there's people who don't get it. And then there's people who are like, oh, okay, I wasn't sure how to take this because I'm used to white supremacy. Mm -hmm. I'm used to patriarchal capitalism. I'm used to people trying to tear each other down. And and then there are people who get it immediately. They're like, oh shit, yeah, I am also a community ass bitch let's be community ass bitches together yeah. so I think that you have to be comfortable with risk when you are being when you're dismantling systems of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism the risk that someone is not going to know how to take it Yeah, and you have to know that the benefit of you being a community ass bitch is building the community and uplifting the community and so you can't look at it as okay what am yeah, I going to get honestly, out of this
1: with, with our experience with this more people get it than who
0: yes who don't yes way more people
1: get it than the people who don't yes we can
0: count on our hands but we have a lot of fingers between us but um (laughs) but we can count maybe on one of our hands like Mm. the people who we actively do not fuck with because they don't get it and they they have treated us poorly like because of it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um the rest of our 15 fingers are dedicated to men (laughs) but you know (laughs) whatever I don't know. There's so many of them that are garbage. But this is not about that. <laughs> this is about and the principles. Okay. 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 All so
1: let's right. get into number three. Yes, number
0: three, Ujima, collective work and responsibility. So something you'll notice is that a lot of these tie in together. It's all about building the community, yes. and that's how you build yourself. So number three is Ujima, to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters and siblings of all kinds i added that of course yeah to make their problems our problems and love oh sorry and solve them together you just want to love i do i want to love everybody <laughs>
1: So for this one it made me think of like this means all of the blacks of the diaspora. All the blacks. All the blacks. So all that's of the them. queer ones, the poor ones, the in quotation uneducated ones. Yup, the um, quote unquote
0: regular blacks, Regular blacks. The American blacks. The, the African ditches. blacks. The Caribbean blacks. Mm-hmm. The blacks that's in Europe. All the blacks, all over the Creole black, the world, the yes. dark skin black, the light skinned ones, the caramel ones or caramel ones, whichever ones you want to <laughs> say. I don't know what yes, that word I say caramel, caramel is. too. I don't. I think car- caramel's got to be out of New York.
1: It help well, It has to be because I never heard that. Yeah, not me though. Um,
0: yeah. No, my gr- my mom said caramel once, but she's strange.
1: She likes to do her own thing. She
0: does. You're right. She's
1: like, y'all doing that? I'm, I'm gonna do this.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> true. You're right. You're um, right.
1: Yeah, but. All brothers and sisters and all kinds of siblings, like Jay mm-hmm. said, that embodies all of that. Um, I wanted to make sure I said that here because people tend to think black means black men and yes. that's it. Yes. Black says straight men and mm-hmm. that's it. And blackness is an array of different types of, different types of folks who live different walks of life. Mm-hmm. And if you are doing Kwanzaa, it's for
0: all of us. It's for all of us. Let me tell you something out here people. Let them know. Negros, Let okay. no. if you're doing Kwanzaa and your Kwanzaa is cis head focused, if your Kwanzaa is exclusively straight, if your Kwanzaa is exclusively for able-bodied folks, if mm-hmm. your Kwanzaa is for only a select few types of black people, your Kwanzaa is whack. Class. Don't bother no. with it. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. Leave us you're alone. Not doing don't it. Don't play with my holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave it alone. You're not doing you're it. You're not doing Kwanzaa. So we work together. We build together. We benefit Together. together it's a communal
1: thing all of the blacks
0: all of the blacks yo when one of us gets an opportunity we all get an opportunity mm-hmm. when one of us and I go back to because we are podcasters or whatever I go back to our podcast bitch friends yeah. is when one of us gets a fellowship we all got that shit because yep. we know they bring us all with them you yeah, know what I'm saying exactly. like when we are in rooms with other people we have our homies names on the tip of our tongue when yep. one of us gets an opportunity to get a check we all get the opportunity they get that i don't i don't want to (laughs) cut you know what i I don't want to cut of their money the joy the benefit that i get from it is that my squad is over there doing this bomb ass thing and i'm either gonna get knowledge from them Mm -hmm. watching how they do it and learning from what they do or whatever they might mention me or refer me for something i don't know what could happen but we're community ass bitches and we know anything is possible and that we know at all costs we are there to lift one another up and i
1: want to add that you like talked about our podcasting stuff like right The way that Jay and our podcasting bitches work is that we don't even think of, I remember, I don't remember, I remember we were talking to, I think it was Queer Walk and they were saying how they were in conversation with the mother podcast and they Mm -hmm. were like, oh, we're going to, oh, we have the same listeners. We're going to have to split listeners, or something silly like yeah, that. Yeah, something
0: like the language was used that were like we're we're splitting a listenership or a listener base or some split yeah. splitting some shit.
1: And that was so foreign to us that it was like, wait, what? Right. Like people listen to more than one podcast. Yes. Like, we don't even think in a way that like someone could like jump listen into to our this d- 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 instead d- d- of
0: that, or we, it's enough for everybody. Yes. Yes. Like like yes. that's
1: how we see it. Mm-hmm. That's how we've always seen
0: it, and. See it. and and uh, let me say something else (laughs) that's just such an unnecessary like auntie thing let me explain this to you (laughs) let me me, me see like let me tell you something Right, like we're not on a podcast talking (laughs) obviously i'm gonna fucking say something else but There are so many different types of black people, different types of ideas and voices and all that stuff. If you are listening to TV Queen and Jay podcast and we're a dope podcast and we know you'll come keep coming back or whatever, right? Yeah. But if you're listening to us and we say, oh, snap, you should check out Bag Ladies. If you only have 30 minutes in your week to listen to a podcast and you find that Bag Ladies speaks to you more than TV Queen and Jay speaks to you, Listen to black ass back, ladies. Yeah. I am happy. I am yep. happy to lose a listener who feels more suited to listen to one of my homies or any other black woman, black femme black anybody podcast as long as we they're not doing do hate not speech or whatever the fuck. But like, in the scarcity model. yes, and that's the thing with Ujima, collective work and responsibility. You cannot do this shit. You can't build and maintain your community together and solve one another's problems if you believe in scarcity. If you believe that there's not enough for all of us to get it. That is, is in total contradiction to any type of community building. You can't do both.
1: And that is something set up by capitalism, white supremacist capitalism, to make you think there can only be one, Yes, to make you think there's only one number one spot, to make you think that there's only a few pieces of the pie. That shit Mm -hmm. is not fucking true. Mm -hmm. There's literally 7 billion motherfuckers on this planet. And if you're an English-speaking podcast, a lot of the motherfuckers speak English. Mm -hmm. So guess what? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of motherfucking people to choose from. There is enough. Yep. There's, there's enough. enough and isn't like that in lots of industries. We're talking about podcasting because mm-hmm. that's what we do. Right. But lots of industries are like that. And they set it up as if there's a scarcity model on purpose yes. so you can fucking pull each other's yes. eyes out, hair out, and all yes. of that shit, beat each other the fuck up. They don't
0: want you to say what you got paid to no, do something. They don't want reason. you to tell your homegirls what to negotiate. It's they about, don't want yeah. you to do any and that of is that shit. That's how
1: capitalism thrives. Yes. It's yes. With that shit. When in,
0: in fact, we have the power. We have the power to help dismantle that shit and break Mm -hmm. that shit down. So don't be afraid and don't think that if you help somebody get something that you're not going to get something. Yeah. You know, don't. And if you're a smart mother, that's another thing I think about, like, when it comes to, like, ideas and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll be doing something. I'll be like, there are people who are like, oh, I don't want to give this person this idea. You're full of ideas. Mm -hmm. You have other ideas like that. Nothing is scarce. Nothing Nothing is scarce. Believe that there will be more because there is more out there. There's more than we're told there is. There's more than you think there is.
1: So I'm going to add that make a way that can create or build abundance for those around you. That's kind of like what you just said. Mm -hmm. Um, But then think about, I kind of said this in the um, Kuti Chakalia one, Mm -hmm. but think of ways that you can pass down emotional, spiritual, and physical wealth, which is important. Like, if someone doesn't have to carry the emotional baggage you had to get to point, from point A to point B, yeah. and they don't have to carry that from point B to point C, mm-hmm. think about that progress that you're making for the community for as For the community, whole. and
0: think about what they can come back and teach you, because yeah. they have extra time and space in their brains to, to focus get, on to something else. Exactly. Yes. You know?
1: Like, God, I'm getting passionate Ooh, right now. Jesus. Um, so, move on to number four. Number
0: four. That's yours? Oh, yeah. Right. Yep, go ahead.
1: Ujamaa Cooperative Economics Mm -hmm. to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together.
0: Yes. Basically... FUBU, bitches. Yes, for us, by, by us. us. And we know that everybody is not an entrepreneur, right? So some things that's you can fine. do. And that's
1: cool. Um, well, I just want to say that. Yes. Everyone's on this. Like, don't, o- who, We don't who, all
0: have to be entrepreneurs. Uh, we are all
1: own the business. Who's going to work for us? I don't know. Yeah, like who you can't. Who are you going to employ? You can't build an empire with right. this one person. You mm-hmm. need like a team and you have yeah. to employ people. It's okay so to like be an employee. Being an employee is perfectly fine. That's
0: fine. If you are an entrepreneur ass bitch, when you see a need for something... And, and you don't have to be entrepreneur in such a rigid kind of way. It's a lot of Black folks who are entrepreneurs and get their hustle on in very yeah. untraditional mm-hmm. ways. When you see a need for something, build it yourself or in community with others. Yeah. So if you see, oh, there's this special. That's what we did with Pod and Live NYC. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we want to have um, something that's accessible for Black podcasters. Something that is fun. Something yeah. that is uh, easy and, and carefree
1: is relatable to our community right we, we realized we were going to these other spaces that mm-hmm. was just not relatable to us in our community mm-hmm. so we was like fuck it but us just
0: that's right and hours. so we threw um we threw a podcast meetup it's yeah. called Pod and live nyc and we do that shit every year now and it's because we saw a need and we decided to fill it yeah you know um, so that's that. So you see a need for something, build it yourself and you don't always have to wait for other people to do it and do it in community with others. Yep. When I say do it in community with others, um, something that we, we do with Pod and Live NYC, we do ask for help from other podcasters. Yeah. But what we don't do is we have already sat down and laid the groundwork for what it's gonna be. And so when I reach out to other people, I know, okay, this is what we do. And this is the way in which I would like you to contribute. Contribute. Are you interested in that? And uh, we have been approached um, in other ways where it's like, hey, I wanna throw this party Everybody come together and let's throw our ideas in. Let's brainstorm. Yeah. Okay. I guess I could, but I'm, this is actually your idea. I'm not really that passionate about this Yeah, thing. exactly. But if you came to me and you said, hey, this is the idea that I have and this is the way in which I would like for you to contribute, could, would you be interested in that or do you have another or is there something yeah, else that you could like see? Not
1: everyone is interested in building everything from the ground right. up. So it is nice to come to people with that like kind of a blueprint or yeah. something saying yeah. this is what... This is what this would look like. Mm -hmm. And this is what your part would contribute to the bigger picture. Right,
0: right, right. It seems
1: it's more feasible. Mm -hmm. I know for me. And you
0: can still ask for input. You can still leave room for somebody to say, oh, well, what do you, this is what I had in mind. What did you think of this? Mm -hmm. Instead of expecting, okay, y'all, I want, I think we should do this. This could be dope. Okay, everybody come together and tell us what day we should do it and how we should do it. What?
1: Yeah, because it's like, if you think about community, you sure should be thinking about how you're distributing the labor to your community.
0: Yes, yes. And everybody is not good at everything, everything. you know? So if you are going to build what you see a need for then be comfortable with taking the lead you know Mm -hmm. have some sort of um strategy with it you can work in community and still be a leader without working isolated and without working like an island um and not like in community with folks like we said everybody isn't meant to be an entrepreneur support others support others if you see black folks over there doing something that you think is dope send them a donation or say, hey, I noticed you guys are doing this thing. Do you need any help on Saturday mm-hmm. doing whatever?
1: Or the easiest way, because a lot of us are on social media, mm-hmm. press that fucking share button. Yes. That's like so yes.
0: easy. Yes. As we always say, there are people who fuck with us, who know about our podcast, who listen to it every week, who have never shared that shit, mm-hmm. who have never told nobody, who have never clicked the like button, who have never. And you don't always that. You don't. Mm-hmm. But. If you are trying to be fugu, if you're trying to like lift one another up, that's an easy way yeah. to do it. That's mm-hmm. an easy way also to work in community. And then when you start doing some shit, I'll be like, oh, so and so is doing something. Yeah. Let me like and share theirs as exactly. well. Exactly. Um so that's cool, a cool thing to do. Buy the shit that you need from black businesses and we know that sometimes that means driving a little bit out the way Mm -hmm. um and that could have to do with the rent that it costs for a lot of black businesses to be in a main area a main location right sometimes that means spending an extra dollar on something because and and i'm i'm talking about I'm talking about a few deficiencies right now. We know that there are black businesses that run without these deficiencies where you don't have to travel farther, where you don't have to pay more, or whatever. But I do hear that there is a lot of um, hindrance, a lot, not hindrance. There's a lot of hesitation, okay. I think, to support some black businesses because they are not always, they don't always have the resources that a lot of white businesses have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that a part of, helping them build that capital is going That's out of our spending, way giving right them capital. <laughs> yes giving them capital supporting their businesses so i'm not saying to support shitty businesses i'm saying support businesses that have good products that have are providing good, great service and value and shit like that even if it takes you an extra 5 minutes to get there an extra 2 dollars yeah. on the product i want
1: to add that when you said like shitty business i mm-hmm. want people to kind of rethink what they think shitty business is cuz mm-hmm. like sometimes something bad happens in the business, but they could take care of you in a way that doesn't make the whole experience bad. Right. So, like, I think sometimes, and from thinking of personal conversation I have with people, because, like, that one bad thing happens, mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, this is a bad business. Right. Versus, like, understanding... Right how they try to navigate through whatever that bad thing wants to make it something better mm-hmm. actually says a lot too and how they value you as a customer also. And mm-hmm. I think that people skip that a lot. It's right. just like, I ordered the thing and it was broken mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than like, I ordered the thing, it was broken and then I emailed them and they sent me a new one. Yes. And it's this, this and that, and blah, 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 da, 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 da. And mm-hmm. I think it's important because nothing is ever perfect in any fucking business. Yeah. So knowing how they navigate fixing the problem um, and treating you like a person and fixing mm-hmm, that problem mm-hmm. is important too and that's something that i don't hear a lot of people talk about when they do talk about true black business that's
0: true i have had I, don't, I mean i have issues everywhere that i go it doesn't matter the business but yeah i have had issues with black businesses and i've hit them back hit them up and said hey yeah i didn't get my shit oh i'm so sorry about that i will refund Same. you your money and um, i will send you yeah. your shit as well Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Let me do this, that, or whatever. Yep, so same. I've had a lot of amazing customer service experiences mm-hmm. with black businesses who maybe I didn't get things immediately or things didn't go as planned or whatever, and they treated me like a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, of course, there's good and bad experiences, of course. And anything. I did have... I won't go into specifics, but I did have a bad experience trying to buy, like, some hair or something. But, you know, whatever. Uh, whatever. You
1: ended up, you know, you ended up. just. I'm it worked out. And, you know, and we just, I'm
0: just, I hear we out here. We out, here? Yeah. We just, we out here. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, I agree with that shit. You ready for the next one?
1: Yeah. So All right. the fifth principle is Nia. And Nia means purpose. Purpose to make or to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our communities in order to restore our people to their traditional
0: greatness. Okay. Yeah. I see you have I something to on to here. No, oh, I know, but you oh, have something here <laughs> on the that. list. I wrote no enyala y- It's not it's just enyala
1: No, but whatever. None of that. <laughs>
0: no iyanlaism. yes okay what does okay. that mean
1: don't be using that tough love shit oh that don't e-on-la be fucking shaming shit. people into like yeah. um, a penis better behavior right and none of that mm-hmm. that's not purpose that's abuse <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you know? i would say that mm-hmm. um and we're talking specifically I
1: write
0: that like that? But, <laughs> we're talking specifically about Yanla, how she moves on her show. On I know her show. yeah, I know there are a lot of black folks who have benefited from benefited from, from a lot books. of Yanla's earlier like, like literature like and shit yeah, they're bad. not they're not it's like not her abusive. show, yeah, um, so you can't heal black folks if you hate them, and I'm talking to black people. Hmm? no i'm like oh we were like on the same page okay <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh is that what you yeah, yeah 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 you can't heal them if you hate them no. right so i'm specifically talking to black folks who feel like you oh i did write that yeah. you off know, that tough love shit yeah so we're both not here for that yeah. shit see value in people where they are and you what you can contribute to greatness yes it's basically yes that's
1: not how that and oftentimes works.
0: think about what it is that you think is great and what's not great yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times when people talk about building up black folks,
1: it's building us to be white.
0: <laughs> right, right. Or like seeing flaws in us instead of flaws in the system. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yep. Um or thinking about our appearance and how we choose to wear our hair or kind mm. of clothes we choose to wear as opposed to like our lifestyle, like if you pull your pants up off your butt, that's not necessarily going to you're
1: not going to pull up your pants and then it's job. like, oh my God, a law degree like full wow. and Look now you're that. like a lawyer. Look at that. That's yeah. I work. think,
0: I think uh, there, there are lots of folks who, um, when they talk about building up their community, it is with a lot of the language of, yeah, see what black people don't realize and what black people need to do and black people never think about and it's black like? people don't read and that
1: Netflix comment. What? Whatever that Netflix comic is that y'all was watching, that was what?
0: You called me, nigga! Oh, 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 Luke Cage. Yeah, so
1: a lot of that. Get off that Luke Cage shit, shit. okay?
0: There are good people in Harlem. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? There are good people (laughs) that wear weave. There are good people whose uncles sold drugs, but they don't sell drugs. There are good people. How do you
1: think we got Thanksgiving turkeys every year? Yes, yes.
0: There are good people. That that took a turn. But yes, that's true. Just saying. But there are good people everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And instead of, don't look at your community through the eyes of a um, hostile white society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't Don't look
1: through the oppressor's lens. Yes. look at your people. Yes.
0: Don't see a group of black children running and look like, oh, no, where are they going? What's happening? You know what I'm saying? and see children. <laughs> well, I get nervous when I see white children running. That's what it is. It's well, a, yes. It's not because of kids. Yes, just sure.
1: A lot of energy.
0: Is that right? <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, don't don't, don't look do don't look at our people through the eyes of a hostile white society. Mm-hmm. We are children. We are mothers. We are sisters, we are daughters, we are brothers, we are fathers, we are they's, we are them's. Mm -hmm. We are all types of motherfuckers and all of us deserve respect and love and it doesn't matter like what our hair is doing or how how we've chosen to wear our clothing or what kind of dialect we speak. You know what I'm saying? If we're speaking AAVE or whatever, that's not a measure of whether I'm a quality human being and so many of us are trying to turn black folks into what we think will make white people comfortable instead of really building up our own agency and our yeah. cultural and communal self-esteem and shit like that so yeah when you're trying to help and build up other black folks like do, is it because you hate them also think about what you can contribute to get the people who you are looking to help and support where get them where they want to go yeah. instead of where you think that they should be going mm-hmm. also worry about yourself yourself get your own shit together your fucking get business. your own shit together a part of building community is making sure you have your shit together yeah before worrying about and judging what somebody what else, else is doing. doing right um your contribution to the community isn't always about you teaching somebody something Girl. a lot of times it's about okay how can i stand next to you and support you on your mm-hmm. journey yeah. stand next to somebody instead of trying to pull them wherever you're trying to go yeah that's not okay there's strength in numbers ask what folks need and give it to them make yourself available for people sometimes it's like watching somebody's baby for the night or watching their kid or whatever the fuck yeah. offering to do something bringing somebody dinner over they've been having trouble with such and such yeah. oh, okay i'll bring you out dinner don't worry about yeah, it how exactly. are you doing or whatever mm-hmm. how is everything okay stopping in and saying hello um and all that stuff yeah
1: I know for me, um, I'm thinking of, like, purpose, and it makes me think about responsibility. So, Mm -hmm. like, be more responsible. Like, don't carelessly throw shit into the world Mm. and not understand where you're throwing it, how you're throwing it. You know, like, I think that people are so focused. Not even focused, but, like, you're always throwing stuff out. But I think it's important to remember that your intent doesn't matter all the time like the way something lands is the way it lands and that's right. kind of what it is right um so just try to be more responsible and have more purpose and what you put into the fucking ether mm-hmm. be throwing shit don't just, be, just throwing be throwing shit. shit across the wall like no. oh like no mm-hmm. don't do that and don't there's ways do to do that There's there's ways to do that and still have fun because I think a lot of people think when they hear the word responsible Mm -hmm. and be careful with the energy you put in the world that you're thinking, you you might think of some like boring kind of like not fun way. I have fun all the time. I'm silly as fucking fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's ways for that to exist and for you to be responsible and careful um, of other people.
0: Be careful. In the community
1: around you. Right. And still be a responsible person. You know, you don't have to like run around aimlessly, carelessly throwing your body around. Like, Mm
0: -hmm. don't do that shit. She's not talking about in a sexual way. She just means like, just don't be throwing yourself everywhere. (laughs) No, I wasn't. But the way that you said it, it sounded like how I've heard it so many times in church. Oh, I didn't go there. Don't be throwing your body anymore.
1: We didn't talk about sex in the mosque. We just didn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? What
0: sex? No, they love talking about sex in church. Church shaming, shaming someone. How can I just want to shame, shame, shame? Just shame. Let's just shame. I'm gonna spend the next hour, thirty minutes shaming somebody. I body around. I'm sure it was anyway, mentioned, but
1: I don't really remember hearing about right. sex a lot
0: in the mosque. All the time at the chitty church. <laughs> anyway but yes so that's not what you meant so for anyone who's experiencing uh church trauma such as myself (laughs) that is not what you was talking about have sex as many times as you like
1: Oh, oh, as many times as you don't want to hello that too
0: Um. all right number six is kumba creativity to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it i I
1: really like this
0: one yes so who are you loving or nurturing who are you supporting what are you doing to
1: what community are you contributing to yes
0: yes your neighborhood what you're eating kind of what you said about throwing stuff in the world your neighborhood what are you eating what are you using are you fucking recycling if you have the means to recycle like what are you doing to make the world a better place and leave it better for those that come after you yeah you seriously. know what i'm saying or to make it beautiful do you have gifts that you're not sharing with people yeah can you fucking draw can you paint can you dance can you make podcasts? can, can you, you make people laugh yes yes can you make are you smile? great at making don't fun don't tell us to but smile. if you
1: like just naturally just make people smile it's then that's
0: cool that's your really cool and if i choose to smile or not that's my choice yeah
1: um that reminds me of this man when i was a kid puerto rican old man who used to just Sweep the block,
0: mm-hmm. just because it
1: was like I live here and we live in a neighborhood where nobody fucking cares yeah. about our neighborhood, and right. they would let it just look like trash, you know, whatever mm-hmm. in the South Bronx or whatever. And he would just sweep, sweep the whole fucking block, mm. and then like go home, you know. But That's it was like, awesome. this is my space. This is what I'm doing. As a kid, I didn't really understand. I was just like, oh, he likes to clean. Like I didn't really. Mm-hmm. But just now, I'm just like, wow. He just was like, this is my community. And I'm going to clean this block. Mm-hmm. Every day he would come out and see. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking lit.
0: Yep. And that's what he was using. He was using himself. He was servicing the community. Mm-hmm. He found something that he was good at. Yeah. And that he was comfortable doing. Yeah. And that's fucking Kumba, cool, mm-hmm. yo. That's creativity. Like, yeah. be creative with what you contribute to society. You know?
1: I wanted to um add, knowing your limits is important. Mm-hmm. So know what you're capable of and know what you're capable of creating and producing um, so that you don't um, create a con con you know a, a fan con con <laughs> like know what and we, look we want you to dream big Jay and mm-hmm. I dream big but we know what we are able to do right now in this yep. moment and we only do what we can do right now mm-hmm. in this moment so that we don't just disenfranchise other people yeah. um, and inconvenience other people in our community. We mm-hmm. love our community enough to make sure that we only do or handle the things that we are capable of at this time. Yep. Um, and I think it is important to know that because if you want to keep the community beautiful and benefit the community, I think it is impor- important for you to know the limits of what you can produce or can't produce mm-hmm. for the community so we can still keep it healthy facts yeah
0: that's good no fan con cons no fan con cons man community think about the community yes whatever we're doing how does it service the you can still get a check and love your community. community you can still do that you can still get a check and actively in practice love your community and offer your creativity to your community also black people are creative we yes. just are. We the, I'm sure there's ass something. Ass yes, there's some so many things that that a lot of us do just naturally, just every day that we don't even acknowledge as skill, as creativity, I, as because love, because as community. Yes, has said it's it not up worth in that way it. Way that it's not worth it. This is not mm-hmm. worth. I
1: was listening to this podcast earlier today called Abolition Science, and they were saying how a lot of white capitalism separates science and art, mm. um, so that we think that our indigenous practices are not even science yes and it's like no bitch it fucking is but because we in our communities tie those things together science Mm -hmm. and art together in Mm -hmm. this way uh, that we don't even think to separate it and say i am doing science right now Mm -hmm. i am doing art because it's just like different so like oh i hate white supremacy so like fuck that shit like you have skills you have talent Mm -hmm. And even if it's something that comes second nature, that's what talent is. If you don't
0: know, now you know, nigga. That's what talent
1: is. It just comes second nature. It's just like, oh, wow. I'm I'm good at this. Mm -hmm. Let me continue doing this. That's That's what talent is.
0: That's right. Uh, You did a shoulder. I just wanted to. She did a few shoulder shrugs. (laughs) I just want. That's what talent is. Because I was cleaning my (laughs) bathroom,
1: listening to that podcast. Like, yes. Yep. Yeah. They do separate that shit. Mhm.
0: Yes, they do. Oh, okay. Yes, they do. All right, hit us with the last one.
1: Oh, and the seventh principle is imani, and that means faith. And that principle encompasses um to believe with all our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders and the righteousness and victory of our struggle.
0: Yes. And I have under this one, believe black women believe black trans women, believe black trans people, believe black queer folks, believe black people, believe black children, believe black disabled folks, believe black folks with bodies that are different from yours. That includes large bodies. That includes little people. That includes folks with no booties. Okay. Believe all of them, (laughs) (laughs) believe them, believe them.
1: Are you talking believe about believe
0: them what? even the
1: folks with no booties you Well, we, ha- about we have
0: it? booties but b- with the folks with <laughs> no <know laughs> hips we have no hips yeah, have here hip. this, is a, this hip-less is a hipless podcast, podcast. <laughs> um, yes believe us too but I think for the most part we, we do alright but I think the no booty blacks they mm. catch a lot of heat yeah they do believe them but I was gonna say so many of us don't agree on what we're fighting for as a community of black folks yeah. people think no it's them it's them kids with that Nintendo <laughs> and the other ones are like nah they gotta they, they gotta they they're putting tattoos on their face and their their pants are tight and this, that, or whatever. Mm -hmm. That we, it cripples a lot of us into not helping one another Mm -hmm. because we don't believe each other's pain. We don't believe each other's stories. We don't believe our pain is valid. And many of us are fighting to be seen a certain way in front of white folks in, in hopes that they'll see our humanity if we're perfect or some shit like that.
1: The thing that I'm thinking about when you like have to say it's sad that we have to say believe yeah.
0: yes. these people because
1: yes. there's so many, like, I'm thinking of our, um, like, whole tab contingent of black people mm-hmm. who like to...
0: Black white supremacists.
1: Yeah, black white supremacists who like to claim everything is an agenda. So yes. there's a, a, gen, a gay agenda. Mm-hmm. There's a trans agenda. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, agenda to... Uh, what is that? Um,
0: to hate, to make, to make men
1: effeminate or whatever right, the fuck right, that? Right. No, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. But people are telling stories about our lives, yep. and you need to fucking believe it. Yep. There's no agenda. The agenda is white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalism, and that's just the fuck it. It's not a conspiracy. No. We're all aware. We all we all know that. There's no agenda. The agenda mm-hmm. is to get rid of the blacks. Yep. That's the agenda. That's yep. the one that we know and that we've always known. There's no need for them to fucking create agen- agendas for sets mm-hmm. of black people. That like, they don't give a fuck about any of us.
0: That's right. What do you like? That's right. The agenda is white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. So Believe. We need believe to believe one another's stories. We there's a there is a systemic. There's, this is, there's a systemic code that says not to believe black people yeah a lot of the stuff this is the good thing about living in the age of the internet is also uh, sad because we have to relive the relive the things that we always we knew were, were true. true yeah a lot of us is sharing are sharing these communal stories of pain we're sharing the videos of us getting killed and being abused yeah. and or white people calling treating, the police on us for no yes reason. treating us different ways at the cash register and things that we have been experiencing throughout time yeah you know what I mean i'm saying when another black person this is another person within your community it could be from any any sector of you can black does not just mean black straight men
1: it doesn't. it's
0: all of us so just like we are to believe black men believe black women believe things don't think that we're exaggerating things but not. don't think that we are again don't look at us through the eyes of a hostile white society don't think that we are exaggerating our pain lying being bitches just trying to have something to say trying to be overtly independent or whatever the fuck all those stereotypes overtly
1: independent y'all ain't got no jobs what yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about
0: I'm so confused, but <laughs> yeah, let go of all that shit. Believe us. Try believing us. Try believing black children when they tell yo, you something doesn't yo, feel right. Believe they're not happy. They want to grow their hair a certain Wait. way. Believe black children. Believe trans folks when they say this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Black trans people are not. White trans people, okay, which, again, we know the trans community, regardless of color, deals with mad shit. Black trans people also deal with being black. They also deal with being black and trans, which means within their own communities, they experience racism. Within the larger society, they are the most disposable of anyone. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we need to believe—it is our responsibility as black people to believe the marginalized within our own communities— Sorry. No, you you had I, it. Like go a ahead, thing. I, don't, I don't want you to go. And then it's like
1: if you, I don't understand. Oh, I'm, I'm going on, but the fa- as far mm-hmm. as the belief thing, mm-hmm. if you are not of that experience, I don't know what gives you the authority to not believe or take. an next, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, how do you? You don't fucking
0: know. Yes. So how
1: would you know if they lying if you don't fucking yes. know?
0: That shit is mad white. Don't I, do it. Like, it's, it's mad white and in and it's in a toxically white supremacist mm-hmm. type of way believe one another's stories it is your responsibility as a black person to believe the marginalized folks within your community yeah. it is your responsibility as a black person who is marginalized to recognize the marginalization and the, the marginalization and the suffering of the least among us within our own community yeah,
1: oppressing another person yes does not make you win it doesn't not it recognize
0: doesn't your own privilege whether it be your male privilege whether it be you and we know we know that black men are are not white men but we're not we're not even talking about them we're talking about black people perhaps (laughs) we're talking about black people so amongst black people men you have male privilege yeah you know what i'm saying especially straight men so you Mm -hmm. need to acknowledge that privilege straight people men women acknowledge that shit yeah you know what i'm saying acknowledge your able-bodied people of all kinds if you are a trans able-bodied black person somewhere there is a A trans trans, disabled disabled black black person person. who deals with shit that you can't imagine okay if you are someone who is not ill Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that's privilege recognize your privilege and see how can i support all of the black people within my community how can i listen and that's the other piece of this is that a black person who is more marginalized than you should find more safety in you yeah, than they, they do outside of our community. Yeah. They should be able to find comfort within their community. So find out, are you creating barriers within your own community as a black person? Does someone look at you as a black man? Does someone within your own community see you as someone who is oppressing them in some way? Who they can't feel comfortable around? Who makes them sad? Who helps contribute to homophobia, transphobia, sizism, misogynoir, any of that shit? How are you contributing to that stuff? Are you an able-bodied black woman... Straight, gay, whatever. Who you know wants to have a gay black male friend just as a friend, but you don't care about their rights. You don't care. You, you don't just want. You, you want to wear no them person. like a, f- a, a fucking fu- purse. You a purse. You want fashion advice. You want advice. someone to
1: fucking tell you you're the queen, goddess, mother of the yes. universe. Yes. You want somebody Every, to tell you to slay, yes, bitch, walk to fill
0: fill you up and give you confidence and give you male energy. Okay. Yes. You want to suck them dry of their yeah. energy, but you won't fight for them, them. But the you won't stand everything. up for them. Take yes. Take all of their language. Yes all of their flavor and
1: then don't care about their existence.
0: That's a problem. That's That's a a problem. problem. Are you a light skinned black person Mm -hmm. who doesn't recognize your privilege, Mm -hmm. who is not contributing to um, pushing the culture forward, to dismantling colorism? Are you a light skinned person who when colorism comes up, makes it about you? Are you a light-skinned person and when colorism comes up, you say to the Dawson girl, but
1: you're beautiful. Are you
0: that bitch? She's
1: not talking about that shit usually. She's not talking about that shit. She knows she's a bad bitch. Okay. The conversation is usually about something else. And they're like But I think you're beautiful.
0: Category is colorism. Okay. (laughs) Stick to that. Um, Yeah, so think about the ways in which you are taken away from the community Mm. and how you can check your privilege within our we are all black people and within our communities we still have privilege and we need to make sure that we're making it better for one another and that's all of us that's the more marginalized that's other black people who are just like us all of us yeah we all we all have to win and we all got to do it together yes i think we went through our principles yo we
1: did i like that so that was nice so i hope y'all was taking notes
0: yes replay it save it share it tell a friend and um let's take a break yeah let's take a break all right money 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 money. <laughs> do money! you know what this year is um what's this year oh, well it's 2018 but do you know what 2018 is all about
1: what every year is all about.
0: Yeah, but like giving Black women your money. Yes, so, give okay. Black women your money. Hashtag pay Black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so
1: how do they give Black women
0: their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes. Yes, we do this dope ass "Women Is Race Nerd" podcast every motherfucking week. Every week,
1: week. sometimes and, um, twice
0: a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can absolutely so
1: how can you do that you can go to our website TV and J. Dot com. hit that donate tab mm-hmm. and we have two options there so two be, two you become a patron or you can just donate through paypal yep. you choose we mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money that's right
0: if you want to donate via patreon we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month
1: choice oh my god we're gonna get money again
0: (laughs) all the time yes and we're black all
1: the time yes so
0: i am ready i think i want to get into a moment in black hair yes yes queen hi Hi. Do you want to <laughs> tell the people what a moment in black hair is?
1: Yes. So moment in black hair is a segment where we just talk about black hair stories. Jay and I noticed that we would talk about hair a lot on this show. Good experiences, bad experiences. And we decided to make it like a segment. So mm-hmm. that's what's happening here.
0: Yep. Because black hair is a revolutionary. And
1: political. And, even when it's not trying to be. It is be trying to grow.
0: Yes. So I was on the Instagram i did i said that or the instagram and i came across a profile called at king underscore butter underscore love that's king butter love on instagram i'll leave that handle in the show notes Mm -hmm. and king butter love is actually an all-natural beard butter company he sells soaps and like beard balm and beard moisturizer whatever and it's for anybody who wants their facial hair to be sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. So mango butter, coconut oil, rosemary, all type of good shits. I actually think I want to get some just like for myself.
1: You're just like buying things.
0: I do. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I'll get it as a gift for somebody. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, from what I have seen, it looks like it smells mad good and it has all the good butters in it. And what makes it, even more special is that this business was founded by a black trans man with black trans men in mind. Ooh, so nice. yeah, so I DM'd Cassidy because I wanted to learn more about it. Cassidy King is the creator and Cassidy said... I was seeing all the guys talking about minoxidil, which is a hair growth medicine. This is Janicia talking now. which is, It's a hair growth medicine that can be found in Rogaine and other hair growth okay. products. So uh, a lot of trans men use it to help their beard grow as okay. they are taking testosterone and in the process gotcha. of transition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Cassidy says, I wanted to grow facial hair like everyone else, but once I started minoxidil, I, know, I ended up having a bad chemical burn on my chin so I asked my fiance, who has natural hair what she thought of me making a natural beard butter she said she thought it was a great idea because that stuff can't be good for your face speaking of minoxidil so I took a chance and made sure it was all natural mango butter cocoa butter tea tree oil and rosemary oil and vitamin e oil and after a lot of tries to get the formula down he says I finally made something that made me happy and I felt I had to share it for any and everyone. He also says he chose a ladybug as the logo because it reminds him of good luck and he wants good to come to all who use his product. Aww, that's sweet. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Some benefits of King Butterlove, beard butter helps with hair growth. I don't need, I guess I don't need any of that. Um, Helps with hair growth, helps with moisture, helps grow out patches. It's all natural. It has a great smell. Some other questions that Cassidy has gotten. Can you use it with minoxidil? Yes. Yes, it helps with growth. And yes, you can apply it two times a day after a fresh wash. So maybe after a shower and you wash your face and Mm -hmm. shit. You can use that shit and... um, from what it looks like, from what I've gathered, it's for any person with a beard. Okay. So if you had have a beard, if you have a beard that you want to be sexy, that you want to grow out, that's trying to keep, you know, fresh and funky, mm. then you can try this beard butter. This is and nice. yeah, oh, the thing with minoxidil, something else I wanted to mention. I was like researching and whatever. It looks like it dries out. It can dry out a lot of folks' face faces. So if okay. you're trying to grow your beard and you're using the minoxidil. It can dry out your face. It can break out your face. That and so thankful. that's what, yeah. And so that's what the um, the beard butter can also help with that.
1: Help remedy the dryness yes. of the... Yes, minoxidil. so you can Got use it.
0: both if you want. And I guess if you're somebody who doesn't use minoxidil or whatever, but you want to fuck with the beard butter, you could do that too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to leave the link to... Uh, his etsy in the show notes if you are on etsy now and you just want to search it it's king butter love and that's butter b-u-t-t-a got love a on love, etsy baby. yeah yo. so that's the moment in black ass hair we got black ass beards like for that ass by black ass yes. trans man yes there like we are a lot. Um,
1: so jay do you want to get into news that's not news news that's
0: not news yes in the world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon, Queen and Jay bring you News That's Not News. News that should be news, but it ain't news, because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news
1: so jay do you want to tell our listeners
0: what is news that's not news yes news that's not news is when we highlight a new story that we actually have not seen coverage of in the media or haven't seen enough coverage of or a story that we have seen coverage of but we want to make sure that we give our black ass spin on it so what do you have for us today
1: So, today's news that's not news story is brought to us from Essence Magazine. I said it like they are sponsoring, they ain't giving us no money.
0: Um, So, quick trigger warning for this story it includes uh, death, not a violent death, but the mention of death and the uh, prison industrial complex, and injustice at the hands of law enforcement.
1: The story is of Janice Dotson. She was a 61-year-old woman um, whose death is being investigated under the Sandra Bland Act after her family members said they had no idea. She was in jail, but were notified that she was in prison because of her passing. She was arrested for trespassing and held with a bond of three hundred dollars.
0: So they didn't notice. They didn't, they know, didn't that know she, was, she in was in jail until jail. after she had yeah, died. Yeah, that's when she. Was, that's when
1: she got con. That's when the family got contacted okay. about um their mom. Okay. Because they was contacting the family to say that she passed, but no one contacted them within that five months. She was in jail for five months, mm-hmm. held on a three hundred dollar bill for trespassing. Wait, wait.
0: Oh man, this is too much. Five months.
1: Five months. Her bill, her bond was three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes, lots of layers to this story. The story is that she was arrested for trespassing and was held in um, a Converse, Texas jail for five months and her bond was only $300. I say only because that isn't a large... To me, that's a large amount for trespassing, mm-hmm. but...
0: We could have raised $300 Exactly, to get her out. Get her out.
1: Yeah. I'm sure maybe her family could have raised right. $300 to get her out had they known that she was in jail for that five months the reasons for um her being in prison for five months according to court documents is that there was no one listed as next of kin um for janice um her family didn't know she was incarcerated until like i said after her death one of the daughters they didn't list her name in the article but the daughter says that there's a cycle that their mom goes through so she suffers from schizoaffective disorder so it's a form of Mm -hmm. schizophrenia um also aligned with kind of bipolar disorders. So. Mm-hmm. And she said that her mother goes through a cycle of being on her meds and she'll be fine, and then she'll go off of them and they're used to not hearing for her. Like right. she'll disappear they won't hear from her for a while mm-hmm. and then she'll kind of resurface again so it wasn't abnormal for them to not hear from her for the right. five months i have a relative so that, that does that um accounts for that mm-hmm. and she said usually like if she in the past when she has been arrested for some offense she's usually evaluated and then sent to a uh, Facility or mental health facility, so that she can get healthy again, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen in this case for some reason. Okay, I want to briefly explain what the Sandra Bland Act is. So that was passed in Texas in 2017 as a reaction to Sandra Bland. If you, you should know Sandra Bland and know her story, um, and of her death while in custody by the police.
0: Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Sandra Bland was. I, we, I think we've all watched the video and feel like she was unlawfully arrested, arrested. Yeah. and imprisoned and, and is later said that she committed suicide in jail, even though we many of us speculate that it was um, likely not a suicide. Yeah.
1: Under this act, law enforcement is required to investigate the death of inmates in jail. And send people with mental illness and substance abuse issues towards treatment options, which isn't what happened. Janice, which is like crazy because if that's part of the act, especially since it's that's usually what happens, it just makes me wonder why the fuck that didn't happen in this mm-hmm. instance where you know that this woman has this disorder and you don't get medical Attention for her, Mm -hmm. then the strength or the energy that you use to find Ken when she passed. Why wasn't that used within those five months to find them so that this woman could be released? Why not? Because you probably wanted to use her in your dirty ass prison industrial complex Mm -hmm. and do free labor or whatever the fuck she was doing for that five months. Mm -hmm. And you just like for five months, you let someone be in prison for trespassing. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, that's gross. So Actual cause of death is being reported as um, you know, atherosclerotic cardiovascular disorder. And that's basically when you have plaque buildup in your arteries Um, that generally leads to heart attacks or strokes and things like that. Mm-hmm. They're not saying that's where she passed from, but she did have um, that kind of plaque buildup in her arteries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they are right now saying that that's what her cause of death was. But the investigation is more so about her dying in custody mm-hmm. and a family is like and raised because it's like why were not we ever notified that she was um in prison and i don't understand like i said earlier the energy that they used to find the family when she passed to find next of kin is what you could have used to find them within that five months but we mm-hmm. know why you didn't want to find yeah family because why i care about a mentally A mentally unhealthy person. Why care about a black woman? Why care Mm -hmm. about a black older woman? She was 61. All of these factors as to why you're not going to care about this person. And, and, um, yeah, for right now, there's no updates. Um, I'm sure that the family is going to eventually file suit and all of those things right Mm -hmm. now. But this happened early in the week, so all of those other developments haven't, like, come out yet. But, yes. Wow. This is crazy and unfortunate.
0: That's terrible. Yeah. We send love and our thoughts Mm -hmm. to that family yeah and um we hope that they get justice even though that'll never bring their mother back
1: yeah
0: yeah wow so fuck all that shit okay do you want to get into a pay black woman yes let's pay a black woman yeah that'll make me feel better make
1: me feel a lot better
0: all right cool give me your fucking money
1: So, Jay, what is our Pay Black
0: Women segment? Uh, So, Pay Black Women is a segment where we take time out to highlight a black or indigenous woman business. It could be um, an entrepreneur. It can be a company, a black woman-owned company, indigenous woman-owned company. It can just be a black or indigenous woman who needs money to fund something that they're working on. It could be a nonprofit. It can be anything... That is Black Women or Indigenous Women or Femme Owned. That is our Pay Black Women segment. So you can send us those BT dubs. Send all of your Pay Black Women to j at gmail.com.
1: Yes, yes. Sir. So today's Pay Black Woman was actually a T-mail also. So. T-mail. Getting a twofer. And I'm going to read that now. So greetings to my favorite womanist race nerd. My name is Nadija Witted. And I am a high school special education teacher in all core subjects. And my, su- and, and my school does not receive Title One funds despite meeting all requirements for the program. We also have an international bachelorette IB program. So all too often my students get the short end of the stick. Like many others, in my high school and district funding is limited, so it's challenging to give our students what they are so deserving of. I am also that teacher who spends their own money to get pencils and other basic classroom supplies and do fun and cutesy things during special events at school. As a graduate student, this is sometimes a stretch, but I know as small as this may seem to some, it means the world to my kids. To help my babies meet their needs, I started my first my very first Donors Choose project. Donors Choose is a nonprofit platform that helps public school teachers get resources and funding for field trips by posting projects that include full details and breakdowns of materials and costs, so you know exactly what your do- where your donation is going. My project is raising money for a classroom setting of iPads for literacy instruction and to meet accommodations and services and services and student individualized education plans. I teach students with a myriad of disabilities, some having multiple disabilities, which is not limited to mental and physical health ailments. Several of my students have no access to computers or smart devices where they can complete essays and presentations assigned. With all of our computer labs in the building containing several outdated and broken equipment, insult means injury. These devices will also assist the students. I case manage for with finding post-secondary work and education programs that provide services they may still need for their disability in addition this directly aids the research from my master's thesis research on how classroom technology assists special education teachers with increasing student liter- literacy skills i also have a co-worker who created an app teachers and students can use in real time to ask questions about curricula Being my first project, there's a donation match offer provided when the code LIFTOFF is used at checkout. There is also a monthly given opportunity for those financially stable enough to make that commitment. All donations are tax deductible, and you can also opt in for updates from my classroom once we receive the materials. More information is available at, and then she gives us the link. Um, also, if anyone else wishes to provide parent perspective, research recommendations, etc., they can get social with me on Instagram at Miss. That's with M I S S. With it, teachers. Um, w-h-i-t-t-e-d teachers teachers oh thank you Mm teachers with gratitude nadija thank
0: Thank you nadija yes or nadija that's dope
1: yeah so that is our pay black women
0: yes donate
1: to um this fund she created so that she can get these things for the students
0: that's right send her your money donors choose it's a reputable site for educators, send her your guac so that students can get them iPads and get to learning, yo. Yes,
1: that'd be fucking dope. Even I pay. I'm just saying it like my mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one else knows the reference. Okay, that's what's up, yo. Are you ready? Only all,
1: all black people do that with A's. I pay it, pay. It. You know, like Paul okay. K, like pay. It. Uh, I don't know why they do that.
0: Okay, are you ready to throw somebody in the pit? <laughs> yeah,
1: I throw someone.
0: In the pit. Okay. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time.
1: What is the pit? The pit is where we throw the people, places, and things that try to steal our black joy. So if you are in that realm, we throw you in a pit. I do want to make one announcement. Rod, you don't have to be in a pit anymore.
0: Oh, that's so nice. We don't have to be
1: in a pit. Our homie Rod from the Black Guy we Who threw tips? him in a pit because he had bad things to say about everything bagels. Right. And that wasn't and cool. And I don't really cancel black people like that. Mm, it's a Kwanzaa. It's Kwanzaa. Right. Right. Um, You know, I did tweet about everything bagel with egg and cheese and you said it t- sounded like it tasted good.
0: Mm-hmm. you know so
1: i can stop being grudgeful and you don't oh, have to wow. be you don't have to be in a place where lena dunham is Yeah, that, 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 i
0: thought that was excessive but so, you know i wanted to rock with you you know it's nice to, okay come cool out. okay all right in Spirit yeah. of kwanzaa all right yes. you come out
1: okay brother oh
0: kwanzaa <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's cool i like that all right i have a quick pit this okay. week
1: what's your quick pit that's not gonna be quick
0: Last week, one of my homegirls was in town from Atlanta doing something. One of my homegirls was here from college. And so, a lot of us who live in New York, who went to college together, we went to one of her events Mm -hmm. and we ran into another black person at this event who also went to our college, but they were there. They were older than us and they had, you know, they were older alumni or whatever. And so they turned to a group of three black women, one included myself, yeah. and they were like, oh, so how was your experience at, I'm going to say Vanderbilt, because that's where I went, Yeah. how was your experience at Vanderbilt? And she asked me first, I was like, well, we all went there, we all have graduated, we all have had experiences there. Yeah. I was like, it was white and hostile, you know, and she was like, really? Well, when were you there? she said really when were you there like she was shocked so it's a pwi y'all
1: like in the same age group
0: this one was not so she's the one who was asking right but me and the other two black women who she was asking we were in the same age group okay so i was like you know it was white and hostile which it was i didn't even get to go into like what else it was to me but off off bat it was a white and hostile experience that i had so she acts shocked This is another black woman. Mm -hmm. She acts shocked. How could that be? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) She acts shocked. And shocked, I guess, in a way in which what I was saying was like so foreign to her that she couldn't even imagine that someone would have that experience. Mm -hmm. Because I know that there are other black people who went to Vanderbilt who did not have a white and hostile experience, even though it was white. But some people didn't feel the level of hostilities that I felt. And I get that. And I'm okay with that. But I felt the way she was talking to me, like, it, it was... Like this, she what, was
1: shocked and appalled. Like, yeah,
0: like, what did you ask me how my experience was if you were expecting me to say I had a wonderful time? She didn't
1: care about your experience. Exactly. She was just doing the thing.
0: Exactly. Just just ask me how the weather is then next time, okay? Ask me about New York or some shit that you don't know anything about. She I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: she saw you with your white hair. was like, I have nothing in common with this bitch but Vanderbilt.
0: Maybe. So I'm going to
1: ask her. Maybe. i ask this white hair bitch. Perhaps what college was like perhaps i don't know why i'm at a table with her (laughs)
0: right so then the other two black people that i'm with who i know who i went to school with and i also know because we've all lived in new york for a long time Mm -hmm. Me and one of them are both from new york and the other one i don't know if i don't know where she's from um but i don't think that she is a native new yorker but she's lived in new york for many years so i have seen her at like when we do stuff together i've seen her there whatever and we're cool um Mm -hmm. So anyway, so the other two who are in my age group, they're like, Oh well, you know, but I knew what to expect. I had a great time. Da 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 da. And I I felt like, which is fine, it's fine that they had a great time. And it's fine, I guess, that they knew what to expect. They knew what to expect because they had gone to um hostile white high schools. And I felt like the way the conversation was going and the way that the words were phrased mm-hmm. was if was as if I had a certain level of um, naivety and ignorance yeah. that allowed for me to have a white and hostile experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which... My response to them, I let them talk and have whatever type of like, you know, communally uh, black elitist conversation they were going to have after that. Yeah, it was very strange. It it made me uncomfortable. And it's not... I know that I have had different experiences than my black peers. And that's not what made me uncomfortable. But I I felt like they were um, dismissing and in some ways shaming the fact that I had a white and hostile experience Mm -hmm. when... Uh, one of them, we was there together, girl. And I know you felt the white hostility. So I don't know what game, I don't know what this uh, black elitist game is that we're playing. I still love you. I'll see you next week. (laughs) That's But it was weird, girl.
1: Have you seen that video of the Ray J glasses? (laughs) <laughs> That's when you flick them down. I have,
0: I have seen the video that down, everyone is, sh- is sharing. And you look, you look them in the eye. Yeah, I let them have their little black leaders conversation. Them and them then I said, I s- after homegirl walked away, the one who asked us the question, I was like, you know what? That sounds really sad, actually. So you had an extra four years of white hostility to prepare you for another four years of white hostility. So you had high school white hostility and you had college, college white, white hostility. hostility. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm not saying it wasn't white and hostile. I'm just saying that, you know, it was prepared and I was prepared and I have fun or whatever. Um and again well, why were they
1: prepared? Because then it wouldn't have been hostile.
0: I don't I don't know. Well they said they have fun, so maybe they were prepared. You maybe have, they had been so had beaten fun, down. Fun I also had fun times some of those fun times I had with them so like what you know what are we talking about it was just weird and I and honestly I wouldn't have pressed them and I wouldn't have said oh well your four years in high school sound white and hostile and and it makes me sad that you're talking about this like it was so much fun when I know you were sad for eight years you had times of sadness you were numbed right
1: (laughs) Right. And
0: and again, it ended up sounding like I was trying to browbeat them into saying, talk about white supremacy. Say you had a bad time. That's not what I was trying to do. But I really did feel like me saying no, I had a white and hostile experience and me saying it in what I thought was a safe space of Four black women standing around and having a, a conversation and a glass of wine or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't say that in front of y'all. Who we who should I be hiding this from?
1: Yeah.
0: What is what is happening here? Okay. So I just want all y'all to know I saw you. <laughs> I was there. I don't know who else you try to pretend in front of girl, if but you're, you're not about to do it am, to me. If you're
1: imagining Jay's shoulders popping and her head yes. moving to the side. That was yes.
0: happening. Yeah, they are. They are. Yo, let us let everybody have their own experience, okay? I don't shit on y'all when you talk about how much fun you had doing different things. Mm-hmm. I know I had a different experience than people. Okay, I know this. Let me live. I don't
1: think you did. I just think you. Would-
0: well, yeah, I speak of it differently. Yeah. We all were there together, having yeah. the same fun, having a lot of the same hardships, having a lot of the same bad times, experiencing isolation, loneliness, experiencing times of unity. Every. PWI has a group of black students that fuck with each other heavy we're not just out there like not ever seeing black people we gravitate towards one another we do mad black shit together yeah. that does not mean that we are not living and existing amongst white hostility that comes from not only our teachers but our the fucking white people that we're forced to room with or share a fucking bathroom with or motherfuckers who ask us oh Kwanzaa wasn't that made up when you feel like you're just having a good time in your dorm decorating and participating and trying to be involved you're not just as involved as a student you're the black student that white people want to ask questions to yeah. it was a you're white and hostile for black yes people. it was white it was hostile and i was there to be a student and have a good time and that's not what i had so when you ask me the type of time that i had i'm gonna say it's white and hostile and then if you want to talk about the fun and shit we can but don't don't ask nobody no question and be disappointed when they give you a response you asked me what my experience was like what you asked me for if you wanted me to say one particular thing sis anyway (laughs) i was more annoyed with my peers who were like first of all you knew that's what i was going to say but also everything that i say just because it's more um anti-white supremacist potentially or whatever you think i'm being out there on one just because it's that doesn't mean that it's to be dismissed and i just be tired that's all (laughs) i'll be tired okay so i still love y'all though i'll see i'll see y'all next week (laughs) You will. you will. You actually will. <laughs> she loves will. these people. I really do. She I love them. them. I'm just. I'm just saying. I saw you. I saw what happened. We don't have to talk about it again, okay? But it was whack. It was washed. All right. What's your pit?
1: Okay. Yeah. So I have a pit um, this episode also, and so I had a Facebook status that went viral, and nothing extravagant happened in the mm-hmm. status. I'm just basically on that. I think the day before is when um, the federal, it became a federal hate crime to lynch people, right. which means that now if someone is lynched, especially a black person, there will be an F- FBI investigation into mm-hmm. that right away since it's on a federal level. Doesn't mean any more justice for us, but it does set a precedent on how those cases are handled and what that means um, if a black person is lynched or right. found lynched or whatever. So I post that or whatever, goes viral, which is fine. I usually, when stuff that I post go viral, I usually mute it or take all the way for notifications because eventually Mm -hmm. it gets to a point where it's not people who are supporting that thought anymore. It goes to the ignorant ass motherfuckers Mm -hmm. who just don't get it. What you doing
0: on this Nintendo? Mm It usually goes to that.
1: Um, Also, right about when I was about to turn off the notifications because I'm like... My my math for when it starts to turn left is once it gets over ten thousand, mm-hmm. then eventually it like goes ten thousand shares yeah. and likes and shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's, it's around that mark. Let me mute this. So mm-hmm. right, I'm telling you, literally right before I'm about to mute it, um, I'm like, let me say something real quick. While I say, if you don't understand why this means something, then mm-hmm. you need to, like, understand the difference between federal and state laws and you need to understand the history of lynching in America and mm-hmm. white terrorism and that's connected to whatever. Right. Then I go to press mute and then um, some white presenting Latinx woman or girl, I'm not sure, um, was like, murder is murder. I'm, that's, I can't hear her, but that's not, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Murder is murder. Murder is murder.
0: Murder is murder. Murder is murder, mm-hmm. right?
1: So she says that, and the reason why I mute stuff like that is because I'm not arguing with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I said what I said, and I'm leaving, right? right? Um. So when she said that, I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, and ignorance is ignorance, clearly, whatever. So then she comes back and says her whatever explanation as to why she said what she says. And after all of her fuck shit, She says,
0: sis. Mm -hmm. But say, put it in a comment. Like, say in context of what she was saying. I guess I'll just read
1: what she So she says, Naima. That's the government name. What I'm saying is murder is already illegal and is a federal crime along with credit card fraud and kidnapping and child porn. Regardless of how you do it, you still committed the crimes. So I don't know what you're getting at, sis.
0: First of um, all, we understood all of that. We knew what you said, and it was wrong. And that's why we um, said what we said.
1: So, don't be sissing me. Don't siss You're us. not my sister. Don't siss me. Mm-hmm. If you're not a black woman or a person impacted by Massage Noir, do not fucking cis me. Because mm-hmm. if you understood sisterhood mm-hmm. in the way that which black people say it, mm-hmm. and how we say cis to each other, mm-hmm. then I, I wouldn't have to explain to you why f- this fucking lynching federal hate crime thing is something that's important to me, you dumb bitch. Yep. Don't cis me. Don't you say that shit if you are not a person affected by Massage Noir. Mm-hmm. Don't say it. You're not allowed. Shut up. Stop. Don't. Up, up, up. But- yep. Yep. But Only women. sis you can say is that C I S one. Hello. Not the S-I-S. Hello. Okay? Hello. Alright? Hello. Don't do it. And then
0: in that case, you don't even really know. You online. You don't know who's <laughs> sis and who's not sis or whatever. So yeah. just don't. don't. Just don't. 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 And you don't. should be
1: happy that I was already in a mood to mute that because I wasn't in the mood to be going fast with back and mm-hmm. forth with no fucking body. I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that shit. No. But don't sis me if you don't understand the struggle of a fucking sis. Don't okay?
0: sis black women unless you're in community with black women. And don't sis us unless we sis you first. Yes. Are you don't. a black woman? Are you a don't. black female? And you said
1: sis to be condescending. Bitch, you don't fucking know me. No. Nope. Don't sis me. Don't be, don't have a white face and sis me. Nope. Don't do that shit because that's nope. fighting words now yep don't martina don't do that that was her name right marina marina <laughs> don't do that so that's my pit people going around actually to me making other people feel comfortable and thinking that sis is like some colloquial thing that you could have used no, no stop touching our shit leave our fucking shit alone it's not true. don't sis me you can't do that you're not a part of that
0: this sis is for us don't touch (laughs) it don't touch it (laughs) so that's my pit i like that pit don't do that all right these were good these were good pits Mm. you know i feel actually uplifted in throwing people in the pit like silliness don't do it i feel good i think we did a show we last show, show of the year yes. bang out show i feel good thank you to everybody for fucking with tv queen and jay podcast thank you for everybody who gave us opportunities to do super dope cool shit this, this year yeah it was amazing it was fucking dope yo it was dope i feel and good you know why our year tell was so
1: full tell it tell it because community. community and because within this podcast yes. it's mad Kwanzaa shit yes. happening here yes that's why.
0: For the 99 We ain't 2000s. suck no dicks.
1: You know all the things they think women do for success. All oh, right, yeah, like We nostalgic. did suck dick this year, but no, not No, it for wasn't success. for this podcast. No, no, no not for the podcast. A, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's okay. why this year was fruitful for us. right? In podcast and it's podcasting space because of community. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because we sucked dick for the podcast. Nope. It wasn't because we um, appeased whiteness for this nope, podcast. It wasn't it because it. we appeased men, black mm-hmm. men for this shit. We didn't do any mm-hmm. of that. You know what we did? We just built a healthy ass community. Yep. And we gave to that community. Guess and that did. community gave back to us. they
0: do all the time. All the fucking time. Well, I mean i can't even yo people fucked with us people supported us people let us record at their fucking studios people invited us to go do panels and shit people invited us to participate in their panels people asked us if we wanted to go places that we didn't want to go to when we said no they still fucked with us people fucked with us this year and we thank you for that and we appreciate you um paying black women we appreciate you just helping us like do shit we appreciate like everybody who came to any live event that we did this year and like brought good positive energy energy and didn't come with no fuckery we really like we love y'all yeah you know we we really do do. and we are not it's not lost on us that y'all like fuck with us and like support us everybody that retweeted us yo the brand is formidable (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, was, I
1: got scared i was like she wants to
0: cry no i'm not crying okay I, I think I, I i'm done crying in the, in the 2019 20, i mean
1: 2018. The, 2018 what year are you
0: sorry i'm the trying to get to 2020 yeah okay i, I, I put, Apparently. apparently I don't know it feels like it's gonna be super duper lit <laughs> I'm ready for it yeah
1: so we did a show be sure to follow us on all the social media. Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram that is at T with QJ we no. are also on Facebook and Tumblr just search for T with Queen and J there subscribe to this shit subscribe to this podcast yeah. make it permanent let us pop up in your rotation send us T mail um, at Tea with Queen and J at gmail.com donate that is at our website T with Queen and J dot com and what else can they do
0: rate <laughs> us on iTunes <laughs> Yes. and all the places where you can rate us and give us five stars and all of that good shit. Share the oh, podcast. Share the podcast.
1: Ho. And if you want to hear us, no, if you want us to speak at your school, if you want us to continue this woman is race nerd shit in your space or community, mm-hmm. let us know. Email us and hit us up and you, you, know, you can book us to speak and things like that. That's
0: right. If we are interested in that. Oh, we'll be back. Just remember, we're taking a week off and then we will be back in your ear holes on january 9th i'm sorry january 8th okay we'll be back
1: okay let's get into the hashtags yes. black lives matter yep. stop killing trans women say
0: her name trans lives matter T with qj pods in color Marsha's plate queer walk pod bag ladies unpack bg inner uprising sexually liberated woman i said Marsha's plate right mm-hmm. Indeed. I said bag ladies. I said inner uprising. I said queer walk You, say, you
1: okay, sis? Why I stayed? Maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't hit you. Spoony chat.
0: Disability to white. Black
1: Panther so lit.
0: Film disc. There's no um, hashtag for
1: that Spider
0: Man thing. Spider Verse. Yes, there is. Hashtag Spider Verse. Everybody go see Spider Verse, please. I'm telling you, it's fucking lit. Yo, take your children to see that shit. I'm sending my nieces and nephews and my sister to go see that movie, yo. Okay. Cool. Changed
1: my life
0: <laughs> You gotta say that Like what's his name From Martin um, What else Anything else That's what I could
1: think of Hashtag Kwanzaa Yes Seven
0: principles Kwanzaa 365 mm-hmm. Kwanzaa has three A's in it Right mm-hmm. Yep mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You can follow us On the social media Blah 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 On the social media Our individual accounts You can follow me At Janicia F J-A-N-I-C-I-A the last F is for savings. That
1: makes no fucking sense.
0: Where can we follow you? You
1: can follow me at The Queen Speaks with an underscore at the end. That is on Instagram and Twitter. Alright. Peace. This show was created. Oh, that, yes. Hosted and produced by a black girl named Naima.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Are you gonna, gonna say yourself? It? And a black girl named Janicia and we did this shit, yo, like, all year, and okay. it was fucking okay. dope. Bye. Oh, You're that's about it? To, like, go with okay. your life, right? And all then right. it's one time in beer camp. One Kim. time then beer camp doing podcasts. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I love Kwanzaa. Mm-mm. how you can taste it. Ah! I can!